So, do you guys have any big opinions on insurance? <laughs> Damn it! Every week! You're gonna do this every week! Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello! And Danae Hughes. Danae. Still trying to do some prep. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as I just, well. I just realized I didn't watch the State Farm one. <laughs> You've seen that before, though, right? It's the Jake commercial from yeah, State Jake, Farm. Jake from State Even Farm. Even Aaron's seen that commercial. It is true. It is true. I'm I'm aware of the Jake from State Farm. I remember my wife specifically making me watch that commercial. She was like, you have to see this commercial. It's one uh, of my wife's like all-time favorite Hey, look favorite at that. Things. We already got into the Sinside Scoop. We didn't yeah. even do the intro. This is I know, amazing. I, say, our, like, I like that our, our intro is going to be State Farm Talk, which is also what we're going to go talk about in the Sinside Scoop. Right. We just, uh, we just jumped over the entire intro. That's we amazing. Did we it's did it, guys. for everything. We did it. Well, let's at least play, play the intro. Let's get oh, into the okay. Sinside Scoop. What's he building in there? Yeah, I remember Oops. the day. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I remember the day when my wife showed. She was just like, "You have to see this commercial." It's and it, it's funny. She she was dying, and I was like, "Yeah, that's really really funny." Um, I think the first time you see it, it's funny, and and uh, my wife and I still to this day joke. I mean, we we make comments about it. Like, we'll just randomly say like, "I'm wearing khakis" or something like that's kind of become part of our mm-hmm. home vernacular. That's or, so funny, is that right? Yeah, Did I say I, that right. Yeah. Yeah, khakis or something. Khakis and a red shirt. No, I mean, did, I use, did I use vernacular correctly? Yes, oh. you used vernacular correctly. Is that what it's called? Know. Khakis? Is this? I don't know if it's a where's the beef kind of level, but I mean, it's. I mean, for this generation, it's kind of a the last ten years. I mean, it's about as close as you're going to get, right? Like, and they brought it back like seven years later or whatever, right? Now they've been now they've got a whole run of commercials with the new Jake. So I'm trying to think like of some modern equivalents to those commercials that just became touchstones, like Where's the Beef or you know probably What's Up was probably one of those that just yeah, which What's Up that was like that was aughts, right? I yeah, think. that was a long time ago. That that was a long time no, ago. No, but I'm but, saying it wasn't like 90s. Well, maybe it was 90s, actually. Uh, it's hard for me to remember. I could look it up, I suppose. Yeah. You remember but, the uh, Budweiser but, Frog or whatever that was like back in the day? Anything post-2010 like that, yeah. other than maybe this khakis <clears throat> thing? Like, can you think of a commercial that, that has had that level of penetration into pop culture <laughs> of, <laughs> of that kind of thing? Uh, so, yeah. I just can't. I just can't think of I any. Mean, not off the top of my head, but now that you said that, we're going to get like 800 people saying, Which what is about great. This? What about this? Sure, of course. I'd love Let to us hear know. it. Yeah, I would love to hear Send like. Send your commercial yes. memories to Politely. us. Politely. Politely at commercial memories cinemasins.com. <laughs> and now oh, you have to make it. That's a oh, throwback. Shit. Oh, shit. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Hold on, I gotta make a note. <laughs> she did it to herself. That was initially like the first like, ten episodes or something yeah, when we were doing yeah. that. Uh the What's Up commercial, also known as Was Up, uh yeah. was December twentieth, nineteen ninety nine was and the first time. 
okay, so there's a Corona commercial that just came out that is kind of doing a version of that. It's, uh, have you seen this today? I know Aaron hasn't. It's Snoop Dogg, Zoe Zaldana, and Bad Bunny. And the whole thing is that Zoe Zaldana calls Snoop and he's like, Zoe. And then she says, Snoopy. And then uh, they go, Bunny. And it kind of feels like the was up thing. Sure. It's it's, it's weird. Someone anyways, sue him. That's a different commercial that maybe we'll send at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting many. to talk about this stuff because you don't know if we're going to actually uh, uh, send it at some point. But yeah, I can't. I really can't think of another yeah, commercial well, I mean, aside from this one that that is broken. And broke you don't even really have like much. mascots anymore, right? Like you said, like Spuds McKenzie and like the Noid and or the Energizer know, Bunny or those kind Taco of Taco Bell Chihuahua. I Energizer mean, it, Bunny's still a thing, though, right? Like I feel like that's the, maybe the Jared commercials, the Subway Jared commercials, oh. but those are Ooh. old too, right? Ooh, yeah, oh, I know, I know. There's stuff that I, <laughs> I get that, but I'm just saying as far as kind of breaking into the consciousness or the uh, Can you hear me now? The Verizon can yeah, you hear me now that's, stuff. That's up like, there. It's, I don't know how long those there, have been but... going on, but that's definitely. And then he came back with uh, AT and T, right? Did, you know, yeah. that was, so that was enough to where they did like a spin up. I mean, now the AT and T uh, girl, uh, uh, Lily, I can't think of her name right now, and I, I don't think I could pronounce her last name even if I wanted to. But those are pretty popular, I guess. Uh, yeah. Flo, the uh, the insurance. Sure. Sure. I mean, but, but yeah, but, but I, what's that known for? Like, like just flow, just the character, or is there like a? Hey, there's a whole storyline there, man. There's okay. Kind of... I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to denigrate flow. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. I mean, I don't particularly like those commercials. I'm just saying, there's a ton of them, and they're still I, uh, sorry, doing them. Sorry, yes, for for all the. See, I don't watch heads. sports. I don't watch sports <laughs> on a delay. Home. It's what so funny flows? on Slack when Jeremy and I are, are like any of us are talking about sports. We're like, oh crap, is Aaron like watching this on a delay because <laughs> he funny. doesn't he doesn't want to watch commercials? And we're what like, you oh, call, that was amazing. What would you call a a, a flow fan? What would you like a, a flan? Heavy flow? No. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean Lord. that's that seems rude, right? Because you'd be calling them fat or something. Like that's what that yeah, sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I I'm just thinking of flowers? blood gushing. Thank you. <laughs> what about flowers? Uh huh. Well, yeah. I know what Aaron was going for, but I'm just saying if you were actually talking about a physical person and you called them yeah. heavy. No, yeah. yeah, I super get it. But as a female, heavy yeah, flow, yeah, yeah. you immediately go <laughs> no. to cramping and uh-huh. blood sure. gushing yeah. Yeah. and yeah. yeah, I think yeah, heavy flow day uh, would be. Uh, would be somebody who loves uh, to watch yep. the the flow commercials. And she wears all white, so it's just <laughs> I'm also very uncomfortable about that. Anyhow, uh, we're talking about State Farm. Um, so, do you guys have any big opinions on insurance? No, I mean we. I mean, <laughs> are we? Every is it week? weird? Is it You're weird to say what insurance week. you have? I don't know. Maybe well, I mean, we have maybe State not. Farm. Oh, my God. So. oh, nice. Well, yeah. then you know of what you speak. Uh, we've been with Progressive for a long yeah, time. We get. Good stuff. Get a bunch of deals from them, so um, I don't have any big insurance fan uh, opinions. Well, so. I will. I will tell you, my grandfather was like the was like the State Farm guy in Middle Tennessee. Like he was, he headed oh. up a lot of offices and stuff. So like State Farms, like in my family, like from yeah. like the back in the eighties and stuff. And uh, so yeah, so that's yeah. kind of my feel. I mean, he yeah, but anyways, uh, the commercial by the way is called State of Unrest. Uh, Chris wrote this one and uh, <laughs> did something interesting in this one that we haven't done before. Maybe we'll do it again. I don't know. It's basically combining two different commercials yeah. uh, because of the way the State Farm Khakis commercial kind of had a a you know reinvention and a new Jake from State Farm. 
was introduced. So we kind of did both of them here, which I really like. I think that makes a lot of sense. Did Chris have anything to say? Oh, yeah. My job. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, it's Aaron's job to ask if he had anything to say. So I was doing that for him. Because he for him. <laughs> We're all just trading. <laughs> yes. I'm so kidding. I will just tell you about Fletch. That's that's what I will do. <laughs> Talk about why you don't like Jets Mets. Bingo. No, that's not the, the Jets Mets is not on bingo. The talking about something in the outtakes is on bingo. Well, well talking about Jets, outtakes, Jets Mets was also in the outtakes. In the outtakes. The, yeah, please so listen to the bingo. outtakes. Don't Double take bingo. that the wrong way, Jets Wait, Mets. It doesn't work. He's gonna be like, damn, already. <laughs> Chris said Jake from State Farm was a commercial I think everybody liked back in twenty ten or so. Everyone thought khakis was the most hilarious shit ever, but of course. <laughs> You put it under a sin magnifying glass. I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) After the three of us just got done literally saying basically that. Uh, You put it under a sin magnifying glass. A lot of the insanity of that commercial comes through. Like some dickhead trying to get an insurance plan at three in the morning. They then introduced a new Jake 10 years later, but that commercial is even more ridiculous since they used the same footage from 2010 commercial for the arguing couple and everything goes down exactly as it did then. And new Jake asks, do they sometimes ask you what you're wearing? And old Jake peers around the corner and tells him, yeah. I just wondered why old Jake was moved one cubicle down from 10 years ago and what benefits that gives him. So <laughs> I decided to write both commercials into one send video. When commercials like this are so similar with one little twist, there's no reason to do them separately. And since the new one plays off the old one, it's easier to explain why all the repetition in the new one is sinful. Can't explain why, but my favorite sin is when Jake asks, no, sorry, new Jake asks old Jake about customers asking what they're wearing. The commercial cuts to the branding screen. And I wrote commercial cuts new Jake off before he can ask old Jake if this means he's lost his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> It's sort of a joke that comes out of the Beavis and Butthead school of humor. In the B&B movie, after the flight attendant helps Butthead with his seatbelt, he says, did I just score? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another one of my favorite comedies, Beavis and Butthead do America. Chris pretty much mentions like, you know, all the the ones that I had kind of written down. So um, I was kind of taking a look at, at, you know, through some of the other ones. Uh, did he mention the thing about the what if it was a woman? Did you mention um, that was missed... the only other yeah. one that yeah, I, had I had written that. down? Yeah. What if it is a woman from State Farm wearing khakis? Would that make you feel better? <laughs> right. Yeah. Were you expecting this to be a sex line and the woman to stay in character <laughs> yeah. and answer yeah. truthfully? Like, <laughs> what what were you expecting? Yeah, the whole breakdown of that married couple's conversation is just, it's so true how ridiculous that whole thing is. Like, he's totally talking in hushed tones and, you know, yeah. weirdly at the beginning. And then all of a sudden, once she's involved, he's like all normal and stuff and aghast that she would think anything. And it's like, that's how you were selling it man that's how you were selling it i think the husband though is what makes that commercial work though because it's just it's his delivery and the way he's he's reacting i mean i think because the whole because the the khakis thing works you know uh because well he's a dude or she says something like uh he sounds he's she sounds ugly or something Mm -hmm. and he says well she's a guy you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i'm dumb (laughs) Chris yeah. hates me because I like this commercial. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've been disappointing Chris since like 1992. So we're good. <laughs> so you're good. You're pro at it. Yeah. 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 If there's something that you do well, it's disappointing Chris. Yes. In fact, he just calls it Chris appointment now. 
Yeah. Uh, I think we can move on to TV sins. I think we've covered enough insurance for the day. Uh, let's get into the second of our Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes. Uh, we are oh, gee, instancing can we, these. Can we? Yeah. Now, Danae, you, you haven't liked this show. Uh, and I think I'm I'm not spoiling anything to say it's not growing on you. Like you, you're still not enjoying not no. enjoying it. No, I'm um, not. I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry, people. I do, want do, to. I'm just not. So let me ask you this: Are you watching the episodes you're not sending just to stay up on it for the ones you are? Uh, spoiler alert: I'm sending like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna you're say not. you've been involved. I mean, if she isn't sending, she's shadowing, though, right? Yeah. Well, we all, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. all involved in all of them that way. I just meant, I, so, I just meant as far as so, a primary writer. So then, yeah. Well, I mean, as a primary writer, I have to watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Oh, I guess I guess that's right. Even if you're shadowing, you're supposed to watch them. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's true. <laughs> I guess you don't have to. You can just be Never like, mind. I'm you can just be how like stupid making... I am now. I get it. I'm an idiot. That'd be great though. You'd be like, you haven't seen it, and you're like, I'm not sure this is what happened. And I think I, that's that's true. That is absolutely true. All three of us are on Why all of these episodes in one way or the another. Dinosaurs. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but it is not growing on you. You still are not enjoying this. Show. I haven't enjoyed it yet. No, um, okay. it's it's been something where I I don't know. There's to me, it's just the ridiculousness of mm -hmm. uh, Zemo. It, it, it's oh, I love there's Zemo. There's so much that's just a stretch for me. I just love it's like the, that actor though. I just love that. Sure, character. there's yeah. one thing about enjoying seeing them all together and working yeah, yeah, together, yeah. but there's another thing entirely where you're like, we're not going to ask a lot of questions about how these people are all coming together to approach this, you know, uh, flag waver smashing mm -hmm. hand Flag people. smashers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, we're going to put these people together and this is why, and we're not going to ask questions about it. Uh, I don't know. It's just. What are, what are we on? I are we on episode five? Is that what dropped today? Yeah. Episode five dropped today. Uh, I have seen uh, through yeah, episode seen five. Yet. I've seen um, I've seen the first four, but I haven't seen the one today. So we, there's only one more episode, right? Like after correct. this week, correct? Yeah. yeah, that's my biggest fear is that everything's not going to be like well. And that's up. you see, here's the thing: I dropped a lot of expectations after Wandavision for these shows about answering any questions yeah. or yeah, wrapping yeah. anything I can up. See that yeah. they they are all I, I until proven otherwise. I am assuming all these Marvel TV shows are just to launch to the movies and or, so or they'll be back for another season or something or the, yeah, yeah or something i'm i'm not i'm not anticipating you know big revelations um in that way uh although i will say as the only one who has seen episode five there's definitely something that happens in episode five that i was like oh oh okay do, they, do we see so, penis anyhow. we see penis right <laughs> <laughs> they finally kiss Bucky and Falcon hey, finally make yeah, out. Why not? Um, why not? Okay. I'm today, were you done? No, I feel like I interrupted you per usual, so I'm sorry if I That's did. Right. Continue. Good. No, it's um I think Continue overall... with being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Sometimes I just get stuck on something and I can't let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. I just Zemo should not be out of jail. They should not have the freedom to just be walking around with Zemo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no authority figure above them. It's it's it is as if Sam and Bucky can. There's nothing controlling them. There's nothing above them, and they're just they get to do whatever they want to do. And while I like that idea, in some cases, there's so much built around mm -hmm. the MCU that it just seems like 
No, there should be a lot more authority figures being really concerned about Falcon and Bucky going rogue because Bucky wasn't supposed to leave the U.S., but right, then because yeah. new Captain America was like, hey, he's with me. It's okay. But that doesn't even make any sense. Like to yeah. me, it doesn't make sense to me either that Captain America, who is a dude who's been trained to, sh- to throw a-, a sled at this point in time, a circular sled, <laughs> that suddenly he, for whatever reason, has top clearance and can just say, yep, everything happening here is okay. When he clearly has a boss, he clearly has an agenda. He is supposed to be the face of making people feel comfortable about a superhero returning. His job is to not necessarily go out and like fight crimes like a superhero. It's to be a face. And so why it, these are the things that make it really hard for me to be like, let's go. And mm-hmm. then they're conveniently like globe hopping and going to this. Pla- I love seeing this places. I just can't let that stuff go. I, I, yeah. I, no, no, no. I know what it. you're saying. I, I know what it. you're saying. That's yeah, it. totally. Um, I, for me, it is very difficult to stay in the second episode. So I will, I will try to do that. I'll try to keep my mindset in, uh, well, in what we're doing here. Uh, in this second episode, but <laughs> I I remember feeling after the second episode uh, very excited about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I I have gone through some waves in this show, but as we're in the second episode, I think I'm still like all on board. Um, Me too. You know, kind good. of with what's going on. And it's interesting though. Danae brings up, but something Danae brought up that is definitely in this episode though is the I I do get confused about. Like, cause you know, uh, Sam makes a comment in this one, like, you know, we're free agents and then, but you're like, but are you? And, and like, I feel like if you go back and watch, like, I don't even know what really got resolved after that, but like, that was the whole thing in Captain America Civil War, right? Was that, yeah, you know, totally. try, which, you know, trying to figure out what, like, did they have carte blanche or right. should they have limits? Should they have to... Uh, you Be know, under jurisdiction answer, of somebody. They have yeah. to answer for things that they do. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So, and I, I kind of feel like that's been kind of thrown out the window a little bit. And maybe uh, you know, I don't know. Somebody's going to say that something got said in episode thirteen of MacGyver or right. something that explains yeah. this. But <laughs> there's clearly um, stuff that we don't understand. Uh, and, and, but we have to go off of what we're seeing. Like, yeah, it's so impossible to research everything. It feels like when we were uh, yeah. when we were doing Star uh, Star Wars the. And it's just like there's intimidation because there's yeah. so much material. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, you kind of need to qualify a little bit. Like, give us a little bit. Well, and the narrator and the narrator yeah. is purposefully ignorant about a lot of that stuff. Yeah. too. Think, like the narrator has complete permission not to know that stuff. And I think so. I think the show is definitely trying to say some things about how much authority we give, because like the the GRC aspect to this seems to be like, you know, should should we ever have a. Should we ever have a like a committee functioning like this in the world where they can just kind of do whatever the hell they want? They can go into a country and they can take out whatever. And then and then it, it's trying to play along the lines of is are the flag smashers really the bad guys, uh, which they definitely do some bad things. Um, but yeah. they try to get and I, and I don't know. And I don't know that the show succeeds like going to what Danae says, I don't know that the show succeeds doing those things well as well as they could be or right. as well as they want to be. Right. But it's just like a fun action packed. Right. Um, if show you can kind with, of throw with, that stuff yeah, out with characters, there's some really fun stuff happening yeah, yeah, yeah. to watch. It's and fun lo- to watch. And I guess we don't really get into Zemo until episode three, but I love the Zemo stuff because it's just, it's such, it's such fun. Yeah. It's crazy that they just broke them out and they're not yeah. facing consequences. Now to be fair, they do go to another country though. So, um, yeah, 
that does help a little bit. But I mean, but still, it's it, I don't know. It's but it's that's a lot of fun. next week. Sorry, sorry, Yeah, I usually do a really good job of keeping it contained. Um, this I know episode, what you're saying, though. This episode is when um, they have a fight on the semi. It's mm-hmm. Bucky and Sam. They go uh, oversee. They go to where do they, where do they go? What what was the name of the um? Matterport. That's later, isn't it? No, they go. Yeah, they to... go to Matterport later. Latvia. Yeah, I'm not talking about Madripoor. Are you talking in this episode? I can't remember. I know what you're saying, but I I, I forgot where they went. But they they go to intercept Germany. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to they're Munich, going Germany. to intercept the Carly yeah. and the and the serum. Yeah, and so we get to see like this, you know, semi battle, and then we get to see the the tension build between Captain America and our team, and, and, and Lamar Hoskins. <laughs> Man, I love Lamar Hoskins, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad we're going to get to see him continue to grow as a character. I'm, he I'm is marvelous. I'm, I'm glad that's he what Lamar, happens. He's marvelous. I'm mm-hmm. glad nothing happens bad to him. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> no, I do, I, but that's one of my favorite lines, though, is Sam saying, "I, I can't, I can't look back for Lamar Hoskins." <laughs> I thought that was just, I didn't yeah. do that justice, but I thought it was hilarious. Battle star. Oh yeah, and then Bucky's like, "Get me off of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't mentioned who wrote on this, Danae. Do you want to talk about uh, anything related to I don't the writing of this script? <laughs> was it me yeah. and Danae? Um, so Jonathan, you were in the lead and, um, okay. we are doing uh, a little bit of guest writer appearances, uh, right now. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. we have a few, a few people that are submitting some, uh, writing to us. And so we, uh, I sprinkled some sins in to this one and by some, I mean a lot. So <laughs> Jonathan gets this message from me, like the day before I submit the script and like, Hey, just to let you know, I kind of have a lot. And I didn't tell him that there were other people, other, you know, joining in. And so Mm -hmm. he had a big bulky script to kind of get through with, and like one outtake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was like, I mean, when you said bulky, I thought you meant like, oh, she's probably got like, you know, 50 cents or something. It was like 90 or something or 80. It was a lot. I don't, I don't remember the exact amount, but yeah, there was one outtake. That was what I thought was hilarious was like, but only one outtake. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. Uh, that was uh, fine. I, it's fine. It was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm excited. I will not tell you who the writer is. Um, uh, we might be able to do that at some point in the future, but I will say that some of the sins you guys are sure I wrote in the comment section, I did not. So <laughs> we'll reveal all those truths next time. It's this really cool thing. I mean, technically, this is a uh, Danakin's uh script uh this is technically Danae and Jonathan but you know it's cool to to try out new stuff now I will say we're not currently hiring we're not looking for applications like that's not you know that's not what we're broadcasting here but there there are some uh some new voices that are are adding to uh to this script at least and uh and that's that's kind of exciting so it's fun it stuff. is exciting especially whenever people are like in the comment section like this was Danae Gold <laughs> like that I was will, not I will tell me. you it, it was it was a really good script that she sent too but it did I mean once she said there was another writer involved that made more sense to me because it did feel a little like it was like two minds at work and you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah there, it was there were some sins that were like yeah. about some of the intricacies that Danae <laughs> well there's Danae just things like know. there's just things that like Danae doesn't write. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the one that stood out to me that I wouldn't have written that I included for you was the lead in like uh, with the very beginning about the suit having expectations. So the lead in is like, listen, this suit, mm -hmm. it comes with expectations, brother. And the sin is exactly it's no good stuffing a sock down there. Trust me. <laughs> I would have never thought of that. Mm -hmm. um, the other writer wrote that and I submitted it as if it was my own going. <laughs> I wonder, sometimes you guys channel like female jokes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I absolutely. that for sure. I mean, maybe I would channel dude joke in that way, but I've never even thought about that being. <laughs> let's get into some of the, uh, let's get into some of the other sins uh, that were written that we enjoyed. I'll start since uh, I did not write on this. Uh, the climaxes of almost every movie in this franchise would beg to differ uh, after the, the line about the punching. Uh, disrespecting your sensitive bits and really the inguinal area in hilarious. general. This <laughs> is so great. I love that. Uh, I really loved Disney. Will you please stop masturbating for five minutes? <laughs> it's like, yeah, lots of Disney stuff up there. Yeah. Uh, the observation about the what were the three categories? Wizards, aliens, and yeah. sorcerers? Uh, no, wait. Robots, maybe? Androids. I don't remember. Androids. Androids. Right? Yeah, yeah. Androids, wizards, and and um, yeah, that one. Uh the the except when you don't, Mysterio, Whiplash, Obadiah Stain, <laughs> Yellow Jacket, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> like, <laughs> I and mean, what a good thing to point out. That was so good. Yeah. Uh the making fun of the needless sleeve ripping. Was really funny. Yeah, that Just was like, insane. That was, uh, I mean, that was Danae or Mystery Rider. I don't, I don't know which one. It was, but, uh, <laughs> Mystery Rider. But I had something there. But whatever they wrote was way better than what I had because I just thought that was crazy. Like he just does that every time. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> and does he need to do that? Like, does the arm not work with a sleeve on it? Like that doesn't really make any sense. And the one hey. later on where it's like it, when he taps his arm, it's like, oh, careful, careful, yeah. it's gonna <laughs> the fall sleeve off. might fall off. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course I have to mention Unlucky Bucky. Stuck her stuck under Trucky. Oh, that was uh, funny. It's just is really unlucky really Bucky stuck Stucky under, under, under a Trucky. Hey, I want to go next because I have a question. What does a goldfish bowl have to do with an astronaut? <laughs> it's the helmet. It's the helmet. Oh, the, the I thought I, I, the, I, I didn't question it and I didn't look it up because I just thought it was so funny the wording, but I didn't know yeah, if it was too. like if it was just supposed to be silly. Uh, oh my gosh! That's I, I guess I never wanted to be an astronaut, so I didn't. <laughs> you never got your head stuck in a goldfish bowl, then, huh? No, no, I did not. Yeah, yeah. my head it is happens. way too big for a goldfish bowl. So. <laughs> what other ones did uh, did you want to talk about? Um, I never realized how let down a zipper can make me feel. It was just I just mm -hmm. loved all the playing with words and that whole thing. Uh, is anyone thinking clearly today? Um, <laughs> Which this is the one, yeah, this is the one where, that's another thing about the show that's interesting is I think they're really trying to get into some therapy stuff with this, but like, yeah. but I can't tell, like, I kind of wish, like, I almost, I almost asked Barrett about it because um, yeah. I was curious what his thoughts were on it, but. Um, well, I've got some, uh, some comment section. Okay, uh, cool, cool, cool. So we can talk more about, about this that, 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 but that, yeah, was, that I want to talk about. Yeah. And that wasn't specifically about the therapist. That was just about. Sam showing him the picture mm -hmm. of that dude and right. all that kind of stuff. So, but it was, yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It was weird. It's like, we really feel supposed to feel really sympathetic for Bucky, but then I don't know. It, I, I was with Danae. It was kind of, it was kind of off putting at times the way they mm -hmm. were handling everything. Um, well, that's what I'm saying is that they're just yeah. kind of like, they have something that they're trying to do and they're going to get there however they want to get there. And it just seems like how they're getting there. It, it, it's almost like don't introduce a therapist who has to, give permission for Bucky to be back in the world only to oddly release this therapist and devalidate her and do whatever you want to anyway. You know what I mean? It just, I, I don't will, know. 
Well, I, I think say, the show is trying to say though that it, that that the the sad thing is is that that happens, which is true. But I but I think the way they're presenting it doesn't work. Is you know I, I just don't think they're getting across what they want to get across the way they think they are. I think they're becoming more insulting almost. Yeah. I yeah. Don't if know. they if that's what Something. they're trying to do, they're yeah. I think they're failing. I, I don't I don't <laughs> think they're, they're communi- communicating that very well. I, yeah. I will say not again not to get a, ahead of ourselves, but I think yeah. this is the primary problem I have with this show is how it how it rushes the story in that way you know like yeah. just they have to get to point b and it oh, just yeah. it's it feels very and, it feels very game of thrones season eight yeah you know we'll it feels like about, everybody's got to yeah. get to a place and we got to rush to get there and we don't have time for stuff We're yeah. skip 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 that's why yeah. i wonder if they had a couple i don't know maybe it wouldn't work but just like the john walker character could be so fascinating right uh, but we'll talk but in we, a couple of weeks about yeah. how to rush that characters yeah everything yeah. feels yeah very rushed and and let me my question is does it have to be could they have done something different yeah you know, know. It, it, it reminds me of the concern of like before um end game was coming out and everyone's like how are they going to do what they need to do with so many characters and the mm-hmm. concern was that they were going to rush through it and just show us a whole bunch of information and it wasn't going to feel like any of it was validated. That's kind of how I'm feeling about this one. Yeah. Um, that they're doing so many things. Uh, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. But when you start to like kind of go, okay, but is this how it would really ha-? Yeah. like it just might, right? It, yeah. It all breaks down. I cannot, I cannot wait to talk about my frustrations with the John Walker character. Um, I know. And especially having read like the the comic books and stuff about him, and uh, it's terrible. But anyways, uh, the only other thing I had was, do you mean the thing where he looks at something with his eyes? Yeah, total dick move. Because <laughs> they're always yeah. complaining about Bucky staring, and it's like, what? yeah, yeah. I totally. thought that was a great observation because I didn't even think about it, and I read that yeah. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, how dare he stare at things? How yeah. dare? How that's so strange. Oh, I will say too. I love mentioning um, the. Uh, I, I can't remember the actor's name. All of a sudden, but they go see the other super soldier, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's the guy from Alias, and we make mm-hmm. the the Alias the reference. Alias sin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There is an interesting. I mean, I guess this is what we do here, but I think we had more conversations about this script <clears throat> than almost any script we've ever written like there's there that whole scene we had some stuff that we ended up trying to massage and then ended up cutting because we want to be you know sensitive to kind of what's going on there and we appreciate what they're doing there and in the message that they're you know sending about the uh the dissonance between patriotism and racism and how much racism is tied when racism is tied to your country, how hard it is to be patriotic and how hard it is to figure out what that means. And like, they're doing some really interesting stuff here, but it makes, you know, makes it treacherous to kind of joke around about, you know, some of those scenes if they're, you know, so this, we really had a lot of conversations about this script that, that I appreciate. Oh, really did. Yeah. I guess I could talk, I guess I could talk about, well, I don't know. Danae, do you, I can talk about it afterwards. I don't know what you're going to talk about it. Yeah. What sense, uh, what sense did you uh, want to point out today? Um, I really enjoy, well, let's just talk about that sorceress and also the Dungeons and Dragons player's handbook clearly states on page 99 <laughs> that a sorcerer is defined as the nerd. Those were not me. Uh, that is. Uh, oh, the- wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I would have bet everything that and that so, one was And it. so did everybody in the comments. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody thought say, that was Danae. I will, I, although I will say the Simpsons reference it, that did surprise me, but I feel like we've done that before, so maybe we you have. would just yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. I, I, I've been so excited because um, clearly this writer is a D and D fan, as am I, and so I'm like, hello, fellow nerd, <laughs> let's talk. Um, Ooh, so that watch was, out, Justin. That was really, really fun. <laughs> 
Um, and it's also fun too. I think more, more excited than seeing something like that going, Oh my God, I would write that. And that's super great. And that's like even better. Cause you referenced a page number and I don't even have the player's handbook that's amazing. guys. Uh, spoiler alert. I use the internet. still. <laughs> I don't even have the book. I didn't even know it was on page 99. So it was really fun to read that, but more fun to go to the comments and just see all of you guys in the comments. So, uh, thank you for, for, I don't know, just this little fun growing D and D community that we have going on. Let's yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> Let's all figure out how to play together. So that was my biggest uh, one that I wanted to spend talking about, what? but I really also loved the Hobbit mention uh, where Bucky's the guy who brags about Dave Matthews. Just thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you guys mentioned all the other ones. So, And I will say this is the beauty of expanding two more writers, two more perspectives, two more worldviews is the idea that you start to be able to have inside jokes with more different communities. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think I was the first person on staff who was like a big Doctor Who person. And so I yeah. was able to start making like Doctor Who references Still and stuff. Still the only person on staff. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Why did you make that sound like 30 have come since That's then? Right. Since I've been here, now everybody watches Doctor Who. Like I've convinced them all. It's amazing. Um, that is not true. That is the opposite of true. Uh, hey. But but yeah, I think that's one of the beautiful things about uh, you know trying to embrace a diverse writing staff and, you know, have people with different perspectives because you bring in different communities with your fun little uh, jokes and those kind of things. So yeah, real yeah. quick that, that Dave Matthew, since you brought that up, that Dave Matthew story is true. That was a friend of mine who oh, no. he saw Dave Matthews at a frat part. He would tell that story to everyone. <laughs> it was a cool story, but it was just like, I was always with him. We'd meet new people and he would just find a way to tell that story. It was crazy. Like that was like his story that he had. He had his friends in college. They just had that one story and, uh, yeah, so there you go. That's where that stemmed from. You're like, I finally get to send you. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's an amazing person though. And, uh, but it was just, that was just his thing. Um, it was so funny. It's like, the right. guy, it's like the guy when they start telling the story that everyone in the room goes, we know. No, it's kind of like know. what you get. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But it's kind of like what you guys are making fun of me for is bringing something random back up. I mean, that's, right. you know, we'd be talking about like, you know, <laughs> like what types of soup we liked or something. He'd be like, hey. Do you guys know I saw Dave Matthews band? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another Rick and Morty. Something Ricked this way comes. Uh, this also a John and A uh, script. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Danae and Jonathan writing on this one as well. I love this episode, but can I mention how like uh, we've kind of been joking around on Slack. I think Chris and... Uh, Jeremy might even talk about this on Syncast. I don't know if they do, but we kind of joke around about that we're just in a simulation. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, cause, just coincidences, because of coincidences right, and stuff right. like that. But um, I like we wrote this script, I don't know, three or four weeks ago or whatever, and got the video approved. And then uh, it wasn't even supposed to come out this week, right? And, Correct. It was scheduled for next yeah. week. Yeah. And then it comes out, and this is the one with the... And I was realizing when I was reviewing it, this is the one with the DMX song, who, of course, mm -hmm. just passed away. Uh, right. Just a few days ago. Right. Like this past yeah. weekend. Oh, my gosh. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So because they, they they're they doing their uh, they're beating their people up to uh, X going to give it to you. Going to mm -hmm. give it to you. Uh, so I just thought that was weird. I was like, oh, my God, we kind of paid well, tribute to DMX accidentally. And it's and it's interesting, too, because they notice in the comments and you'll see people, yeah. you know, being like. 
you know, I'm surprised they didn't take a sin away for DMX or, you know, whatever yeah. the kind of thing. And it's like, and then somebody underneath will say, actually, I think this probably has been produced for a while and they didn't know. Yeah, and so, we absolutely would have. If, yeah. You know, but that's yeah. just, that's unfortunately, that's just the way it happens sometimes. No, it just, but, it uh, was one of those things uh, that just happens sometimes where worlds collide like that. So, and, and how terrible, that's just a heartbreaking story, too. Yeah. He was only, yeah, totally. he's only, he's 50 years old, not much older than me and my wife. And we were just yeah. like, damn. So. Yeah, as somebody, sorry, I didn't mean to bring it down. As somebody who uh, died once in their mid forties, yes. it, it can it can sneak up on you. Uh, and Aaron's for sure. the guy who mentions he died all the time. <laughs> That's right. I, that no, is, I'm, that I'm is not my making Dave a joke about story. that. I am <laughs> not is... making a joke about that. I apologize. No, you can. I'm still here. It's okay. We're all good. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to feel strange to know like heart related stuff and like you went through that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm very. I'm different. much more aware of uh, people who die from heart stoppages. Uh, you know, and it's, it, it can happen at, at, it can happen at any age, but it can specifically happen, you know, after you're 40, much more than you would think. Ooh, that um, terrifies me. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. really scary, especially whenever Aaron had his experience and it wasn't because his heart was unhealthy In unhealthy. It yeah. was literally just no. an elect and it's an electrical glitch, mm-hmm. something that can happen to literally anybody. And it's, and it's one of those moments when you just kind of deal with your mortality a little bit. It's yeah. weird how much yeah. how a lot of stuff is is like that. It's just no one can really explain it. Uh, we're finding that out with my brother in law. You know, leukemia. Leukemia is a. It's just no. Yeah. They don't know why people get it. They just get it, and it's like a. It's like three percent. You know, Aaron. Aaron would you know talks about becoming a cyborg and adding things to his body yeah, and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but after his heart did the electrical blip, I was and I was learning about. Oh, it mm-hmm. wasn't because he's unhealthy. In fact, all of his doctors are amazed at how healthy he is. It's just a glitch. So can I sign up for one of those things too? <laughs> well, and I also like Aaron is so into like technology and stuff that like did did he do this on purpose so he could get like <laughs> cyborg so he could get all cyborg parts. I just want Let cyborg me tell you parts. confidently, no. I know, he was so mad about those tubes. <laughs> yeah, oh, I bet. I, I bet. I yeah. Bet. Yeah, I don't remember it, but I can imagine that I did not like having tubes Sorry, down my throat. Sorry, I didn't throat. need to get us off on there's, this. It's so, it's so interesting because there's part of you that was still you, even though you were an autopilot, and you were just and so And very pissed. drugged. Yeah, very so drugged. you were there, too. Like, we couldn't talk to him. And I think yeah. Jeremy, I mean, Jeremy was talking to, like, Jen and stuff. But I just yeah. remember, like, he, the, him glaring. I was like, I, I, Jen was saying something to you, like, I know you want these tubes to come out, and you're just glaring at her, like, get them out <laughs> of my throat. <laughs> Is that the worst? Like I've never, I've obviously never had to do that. That I, that looks like remember. that would just be very uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't remember any of it. What I do know is that once I once I do did have my memory back, I could still feel the consequences of having a bunch of tubes shoved down my throat. Like I I still can't sing for long periods of time now. Um, you know, there's just there's you know a little bit of a it's not a it wouldn't be a growth, but there's some sort of thing on my uh, vocal or yeah on some like vocal cords now that that's you know different. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I noticed, but yeah. Look Anyhow. what I did. Anyway, sorry yeah, let's to... talk more about my my uh, my death, guys. That that's hey, that'll bring things sorry. up real quick. Sorry, <laughs> I love this episode. I had uh, I I think it's I think it's so interesting that they did a uh, needful things uh, take off. Like of all, like because mm-hmm. I mean, I guess people know what that is, but like that's definitely not like a huge. Uh, thing. And I guess more more than anything, they were just doing, you know, devil stuff. Like, you know, the right. devil comes the in and offers you something. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think this episode's, uh, I don't know. I just think it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think it's good. Danae, what did you think? 
I also enjoyed this episode. Um, I think it was, it's more of like a straightforward storyline episode mm-hmm. instead of internet, uh, interdimensional space travel and, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time with this one. And nice. I, and I enjoyed writing the script too. And that I, always feels nice whenever you get into the groove. And I was in the groove on this one. Yeah, so. I have been dying to ask Aaron a question though. Since oh, I, I've been looking forward to this. Are you trying to make a joke about him dying again? No, <laughs> dying to ask no, 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 okay. no. Like literally ever since uh, we watched the first edit of this, I've been wanting to Aaron to ask a question. Have you never heard the word jizz before? Oh, no. I've Yeah, I've heard that word before. I've okay. heard that word before. I just was confused. It. <laughs> I was confused by the the joke. The joke confused me. I wasn't sure what gotcha. it was going for. Gotcha. But so. it was just it was just like we're watching that first edit and like Aaron said giz and my wife happened to be like in the next room and I was laughing about it and I said something to her and she's like maybe he doesn't know the word giz. <laughs> like I mean he's you know he's a church guy and you know yeah. He, no yeah no I wouldn't be surprised if, if people would think that however I I I hate to to uh to cut down the the veil uh too too much but uh I I know all the words I, I <laughs> like assume, I, well that's what surprised me but when I was I've, like thinking maybe he at does my core it. I am just as much a pervert as everybody else I know all the dirty words <laughs> like yeah that yeah is, well that was a disappointing answer yeah okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> no sorry. it's okay I was just really curious uh it was very uncomfortable to say it's not a word I've ever really said mm-hmm. and so it was one of those things. Where it was like well, you can blame uh, Rick and I, Morty. <laughs> that's right. I can blame them for sure. Uh, anyhow, yeah, glad to, glad to. I uh, like that. I have to when I write for Aaron. I come up with different ways, just different words than Jesus. I, that's fun to do, like cheese and crackers. And... <laughs> sure. Yeah, cheese and rice. That's that's a big one. People love yeah. that one. Uh, let's see. I get to start with the the sins on this one since uh, I didn't write on this one either. I didn't I didn't write on anything this week, guys. So um, now you're beyond. You're we, uh, keeping tabs. We need, tabs. To, we need to specify our schedule. Our release schedule sometimes shifts around. It right. is not that we didn't do like this yeah, particular I just week. Movies all last week. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it seems like someone doesn't do anything at all for a week, and that's not true. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I, looked no, at my, I looked at my schedule this morning. I was like, oh, hey, I got three scripts due between now and the 20th. That's <laughs> totally make, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, I will mention eating pancakes with butter and no syrup. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and then the the because because you're impotent. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I loved that. I love that very much. Uh, absolutely none of the wishes Summer makes on the monkeys, Paul, come with backfiring curses. Great observation. That was Chris. Yeah, uh, it was. They, they should absolutely have come with curses. Uh, can we worry about that in a sec? Who's going to tell Jerry to stop putting scissors up his nose in a movie, <laughs> moving vehicle? Um, yeah, really. If, if, if there's like ever a Danae Sen, like that is... <laughs> That is a Danae. I feel like this next one I love must have been Danae too. Uh, Summer wipes clumpy mascara drippage from beneath her eyes with the simple wipe of her hand. That's the most unrealistic thing to happen in this entire episode. That was. I did have something written there, but hers was better. So that was Danae, yeah. You can't do that. You can't just do that. (laughs) And if you doesn't know how to mascara properly. There's a product there that needs to be created. Is Summer? kind of secretly the best character on this show though i am like almost I, I i'm kind of leaning that way uh the more i watch this show there's just something about her that like that character and the the stuff they put her in i love when they team her up with rick 
uh, I which doesn't happen often enough. I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. I, you know, I, 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 I strangely enough love Jerry. I don't know what that says about me. But I like Jerry, but that just feels a little more cliched sometimes. Sure, like he's just sure. a dumb guy. Well, um, and it's it's also um, and his his name just slipped my mind. Who voices Jerry? I just I love him too. I oh, just it's think Chris he's, Kattan. Yeah, no, no, not Chris Kattan. Chris Parnell. Right? Parnell. That is. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Parnell. Um, I think he's great. He's great in Archer too. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I love Parnell. Um, so that probably has a lot to do with it. Today what about does you guys? Not agree with me. About uh, Danae, why don't you go next? What were some of the ones that you liked? Um, I really liked the uh, "That's the Devil" summer uh, mm-hmm. sin. Yeah, um, that was the, hilarious. I like my devil fights to have a lot more finger zapping and brimstone, and a lot less back and forth <laughs> slapping. <laughs> that was when you had me change. I think because I, I had something more basic, and then you were like, "I think this needs something else," and I was well, like, "How about this?" And you're like, "Yes, that's what I was. Yeah. Get, that's what I was trying to get you to go to." Yeah, yeah, like this, this <laughs> slapping like thing. She coached going, me. it was so funny just this visual of like i like more brimstone and it was perfect i loved it so much um okay so there's a sin at the very beginning and it's uh the sin is whatever this guy is doing and he's just standing there with his arms Mm -hmm. just up and he's in the middle of the street and what's funny about this one and the reason i wanted to bring it up is because my instruction was okay so the spaceship is flying there's a guy in the middle right of the screen he's on a crosswalk his hands are in the air we're probably gonna have to slow this down and kind of zoom in because it's it's it happened so quickly. But what was really funny is that the editors found an entirely different person doing the same exact thing. And I missed that person. So what you're seeing on the final cut is what the editors found. And there's actually in the same moment, if you want it to find it, there's another person doing the same dumb thing, just standing there with his arms <laughs> up in the air nice. for no reason. Um, I, we obviously kept what the editors found cause there was no reason to go find what I had yeah. seen because it's the same problem. So it worked out really well. And I thought that was kind of just one of those fun moments where mm-hmm. you're like, Whoa, the editor did something completely different here and it works super great. So that's fun. <laughs> uh, I also liked sending the science fair thing. Uh, this was uh, Jonathan's sin. Um, the, the idea was traditionally science fairs are a father son thing. And this just perplexed me because my mom helped me with my science fair. My mom. Well, my mom helped me too. Yeah. And so what, like, what is that strange? And I, I don't remember if I submitted something, uh, or if I was struggling with what to write, but just your approach with just, this was never an issue, even though it was just kind of straightforward. I was trying to write, I think I tried to write something pretty elaborate on it, um, but it worked well and it should be said. Fuck you, Jerry. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Um, My favorite one though is uh, how Jeremy and Sinmason's staff meetings. Oh yeah, that was great. That was great. That was was actually genuinely and truly guys. That is how (laughs) Jeremy essentially ends staff meetings. He's like, guys, I'm done. I'm out. And he's just gone. Burns it all to the ground. (laughs) Burns it all to the ground. We're done. (laughs) <laughs> That's good stuff. It's like, John- it was so funny because he realizes that he's bored. Like he's been bored for a while. He's like ready to do something yeah. else. Not, and when I say bored, that's an exaggeration. It's like we, we come together. We have a long staff meeting talking about stuff. And there hits a point when, you know, we were wanting to hang out and like maybe be silly or whatever. And he's like, okay, I got to go now. And he's so unapologetic because we're all friends. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's sitting there waiting or anything. He's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> And I love it so much because I also leave meetings that way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Today, today, you leave BTS that way sometimes. You leave, like, you leave phone calls that way. <laughs> like, like, you, you <laughs> I, I have watched you on the phone with your husband. And, you, like, you'll just, you just hang up. 
You just you're done. You're like you a movie hang up person because that's the that's the movie thing. Nobody says bye. Everybody just hangs up in movies. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a very Danae movie. That's yes. my wife. That's my wife calls it. You click somebody. That's my wife always calls it. Do not yeah. click me. She'll say that to me sometimes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? What did you like? Uh, you guys have hit everything. The only other one cool. I had was that I love that I got a Uranus joke in there. That was very yes. much just the always, kid in me. Good. Yeah. All right, let's move on to music video sins. Justin Bieber, uh, Peaches is the name Justin of the song. Bieber. I just, I just want to say this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I just think oh. it's a, I just think it's a big sonic <laughs> nothing. I just yeah, think there's like terrible. nothing to this song. Maybe that's um, a bit more fair. Like I like it's not terrible in a way that I feel like offended or my ears want to yeah, bleed yeah. or anything like that. It's just like this is a big nothing of a song. I just I don't opinion. even know. Like I'm just like wh- wh- where did this pro- like where did they write this? Like how like who was writing this and going yeah this is this is it. This is right it. Here. I mean it's I I don't People know. People that know it's, that that money is made no matter what. I don't. I like. <laughs> yeah. no, let, let me make this very clear. There are plenty of Justin Bieber songs I think are good. So yeah. it's not like I just don't like him. Um, right. I have not, like Barrett says in the video, I'm not. I have not been as a huge a fan of his more recent stuff. But yeah. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Barrett, does Barrett have anything uh, to say does about Barrett? Have anything peaches? to say today? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about Fletch. There's this one scene. Uh, Barrett says, "I hate peaches." The song, not the fruit. With the fire of a thousand suns. As noted in one of the sins, the worst part about this bullshit is how catchy it is. So I has indeed been playing in my head on and off for a weeks and I want it to die. I think I actually read that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of makes it a good song in some ways, right? Like, or at least doing what it's intended. Yeah. It always pisses me off when the artist of the song outsources pretty much the entirety of the song to the featured singers, but then takes the primary song credit. DJ Khalid is, of course, the most uh, famous example of this, but Jay-Z is a close runner-up. And then in parentheses, see New York State of Mind and Holy Grail, the latter of which Justin Timberlake croons nearly the entire song while Jay says, uh, a bunch. (laughs) And he continues by saying, my frustration with Bieber is that he's so fucking talented, but he's just trading off his image now. It's not like he's fucking Prince or anything, but he was a musician and a good singer when he was first discovered anyway. I've said too much. I hate it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think he makes a good good point about being disappointed in like Bieber's progress at because he is he was like geniusly talented. I mean, he is, you know, like he yeah. is an incredible musician. So, you know, but at the same time, like which one of us get to determine what other people do with what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of on Bieber to figure that out, uh, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Some... is this like a, is this pop star retirement? You know, you earn your ability to just kind of do something simple. I think he can still... do whatever he wants basically. Yeah. And if this is just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could be the, it could be the music style. There could be something, there's something to it. I'm sure that, you know, appeals to him. I just, I don't get it. You know? Yeah. I'm also 40, almost 45 year old dude that I'm probably is not, not, probably not his uh primary focus as far as fan base sure goes, sure so. no no uh it should be it, about me though like everything it really should be about me mm-hmm. uh jonathan and i have kind of talked about how we feel Danae, did, how, did you have any thoughts on this song do you Danae is listening to it right now bieber looks really good in peach mm, there you go and that's the only opinion i have okay he fair is enough. so skinny 
Like when, he, <laughs> when you see him in that suit, I'm like, how is that even possible? Uh, Jonathan, why don't you go first on the sins? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not insulting him. I'm not making fun no, of him. No, no. I just I'm, think it's. I'm, I, I'm just I love like, it. I love I'm just it. Like damn. Like yeah. that I'm makes like, me feel damn. fat. Uh, oh, also because I am fat. But P H A T. Sure. Um, oh, that was actually the first thing I wrote. This legit might be one of the worst songs I've ever heard. That's funny. Um, that's just good, clean Christian fun right there. I thought was mm-hmm. great. Uh, imagine getting in, bre- getting in, breathed in by the Beebs. Um, I also love how Barrett going back to his uh, love of talking about butts. Uh, I bet it's about butts. Uh, I, thought it was- <laughs> I had that one written down too. The peach emoji has become a, a butt emoji, right? Is that what is that what the peach is now? I don't yes, know. it represents a butt. But when I was growing up, the peach was much dirtier than that. It it represented a, a little bit further away from the butt. <laughs> the taint <laughs> a little bit further than that um so yeah the it was, it's, <laughs> thanks today keep guessing the femur the femur so the femur, right in like, between your toes and when i learned that was ironically another song called peaches uh by the president of the united states of america which is a uh, good song by the way where there's, you know, where my friends would come up and whisper, you know what the peaches represent, right? Like, you know what they're talking about when they say, I want all the peaches. You know what that is, right? And I was like, no, I, I don't. It's, it's, the <laughs> it's the armpit. Is that really what that song's about? I'm not even kidding. Really? I think I've the never, line I've that people go to, about it. excuse me if this is way too explicit, yeah. I apologize. But the line people go to is, I want to stick my finger in your peach and make room for my little aunt. Um, so, like, that makes more sense now. <laughs> I just I never thought. Song it. just all comes together for I me. I just never thought about it. I just thought it was just a. It was a band ma- making a silly song about peaches. And then you've got millions the fa- of peaches. Then you've got peaches the for me. the uh, face off reference where Caster Troy talks about peaches no, and yeah, is that, obviously talking about oral sex. Yeah. Um. And so, like for me, it, that's the I don't, the. Re- the representation and so that it's changed into butts is i don't know that's a little I, i'm just saying it's a little weird for me i don't well, know like how it happened and i don't even know if it stems so much from what the it's how you have to eat a peach right i, I don't know i'm not getting into that but uh <laughs> i'm dumb when but it comes to this kind of stuff in a can. that's true it's they were true. put there by the man how does that yeah see in like a factory that doesn't make downtown. sense that doesn't make any sense yeah mm-hmm. how is that i think you're full of crap aaron <laughs> okay that's fine I'm it's kidding it's I'm very kidding. possible I'm just telling you what the uh, scuttlebutt was. They were put there uh... by man in a factory downtown. <laughs> I had that album. Uh, that's also one of my favorite Weird Al parodies. Uh, he does a uh, Gump uh, as yeah. a parody of Lump. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we can move on from whether or not peaches are vaginas or butts, and uh, and go into the oh, to more vagina. of the sin. Oh, <laughs> what's the eggplant? Thank you, Jonathan, uh, for the transitioning elbow. us into. Uh, <laughs> Yes, it is absolutely one hundred percent the femur. Uh, was that was that the last one you wanted to mention, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, what did you write down for no, the you, sins? No, you from go this ahead. One? You go ahead. I I really the only other one I have was hey Johnny, you almost done fabricating that giant plastic <laughs> yeah, pea. That was great. Yeah, boss, and I can't believe my work is going to be featured in the giant Peace on Earth display at Rockefeller Center over the holidays. Johnny, sit down for a second. I got to tell you what this is actually for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one made me laugh a lot. So I wanted to mention it. You guys got them all. There you go. 
Congratulations. All right, let's move on to Cinema Sins. Let's talk about the movie Speed Racer. Uh, this is go, go, a, Speed Racer, go. Uh, a, a Barris script. Chris and Barrett writing on this one. Uh, Danae, did either of them have anything to say about Speed Racer? Oh, yes. I have all kinds of Speed Racer things to share all with right, you. Let's hear, let's hear what we'll they start, think about this. We'll start with... Where did it go? Chris, here he is. The Wachakakousers were doing something with Speed Racers. <laughs> the Wachakakousers. <laughs> it's got a it's lot of... It's never going to be anything else for me. For the <laughs> no. rest of my life, it's the Wachakakousers. The Wachakakousers. It's always going to be the Wachakakousers. It will always be the Wachakakousers. That's what the, uh, that, they are going by sisters now, right? In that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we're doing something with Speed Racer. It's got a lot of style and vibrant colors, and it's clearly made for kids. Check out that PG rating. But it is one of the many movies we've seen over the years trying to be super ADD about everything. And we have no clue what's going on. And why can't you just shut up and enjoy that? <laughs> the cineast section of this movie involves the race at Casa Cristo. Oh, this race takes up a large portion of the movie's runtime. And it's not even really the most important race. It gets speed into the Grand Prix at the end of the movie. But they spend way too much time to on it. They tell us uh, this race is super dangerous. People die here all the time, but we don't know why. Since the cars we can see, uh, nope, nope. Since the cars we see can explode and bubble wrap envelops the racers to keep them safe. So if they can avoid instantaneous explosions, why the hell is anyone going to do uh, to make the race deadlier? It's a great question. One that I'm glad you guys asked. Okay. <clears throat> the bad guys hire some bounty hunters to enter the race illegally, but the whole bounty hunter thing is undercut by all the cheating that the actual racers do anyway. So the whole thing seems pretty pointless. And as long as this uh, race lasts in the movie, it's a cross-country race that spans 5,000 kilometers, and yet it's done in two days. Furthermore, the race is an all-time event. Millions of people watch it, but they somehow don't have cameras in key places so that all sorts of shenanigans can ensue. And there's a moment when John Goodman says he, quote, checked this morning and figure out there were blind spots everywhere. Like that's something you can do during a morning trek through the mountains. And finally, this is the race that is a red line for John Goodman's father's character. His oldest son apparently died in this race, and he's none too happy about his younger son racing. But he flips to it for, uh, he flips to being for it immediately the oldest son rex faking his death and then having plastic surgery to disguise his identity even though he wears a mask to hide his identity is one of the silliest things i've ever seen in a movie and also the movie wastes christina ricci apparently uh, no appears to give her something to do when it gets to the casa cristo portion and then yanks the rug from underneath her before she gets warmed up and that is what chris had to say i understand all of that i think all that makes a lot of sense to me what about barrett barrett adds I love Christina Ricci. Really, really appreciate he talents. He's a fan. <laughs> I pine for her success. I yearn for her success. Oh, and the movie is more likable than I remember it being, but there ain't no story there. Of course, there was none of it, none in the original cartoon, so I guess I didn't expect much, but it's weird. The Wachikowskis. The Wachikowskis. Decided to follow up in the amazingness of the Matrix story with this. Also, I very much like Christina Ricci. By the way, 
You can get weed that's just as good as California shit anywhere, so Bieber can fuck off. Also, Uptown <laughs> Funk is totally back, a Bruno Mars song, but Mark Ronson gets the credit for the song, and who the fuck thinks that song is uh -huh. a Mark fucking Ronson song? Welcome back. Welcome back indeed, Barrett. <laughs> I just realized something, you guys. I'm going to have to read these in front of a live audience soon. <laughs> um, yeah, you are. I am. I'm going to have to read these in front of a live audience. I just hope you guys can be forgiving. Uh, Danae, have you seen Speed Racer? Is this one no. you managed oh to see? Oh my God, what was this? This is what I was almost jumping into when we were just connecting before the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is this It's a, it's a drug movie? trip. It's Real a drug trip, for Real sure. Quick, yeah. I have not seen it either. And oh. I felt like Danae watching this. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Speed Racer, the IP. And then when it came right. out, everybody trashed it. So I'm like, I'm not going to go watch that. And uh, I know it's gotten a... I guess a second help, you know, people like it now or whatever, but right. watching this video, I'm pretty glad I've never seen it. Uh, oh, I was just absolutely like, yeah, I have no idea. There's so many cuts Wait. and swoops and swooshes and it's Hold just on a second. lots of swooshes. So Matthew Fox was actually the Friday night lights guy with plastic surgery. Matthew Fox was Friday Night Lights guy with plastic surgery. His brother surgery. at the I think, beginning, yes. his yes. brother at the beginning that leaves the house. That's the if guy. If I'm from, understanding you correctly, yes, I think you're he right. He was on I think the you're show correct. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I didn't watch Friday Night Lights. That surprised a lot of people. He was also but, in. Yeah. Uh, he was in music and lyrics with Hugh Grant, and uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but that is, he turns into Matthew Fox. Correct. I didn't I, even get if that. If I'm understanding until you now. correctly, correct. I, yes. Yeah, I didn't get that until now. Matthew Fox was his brother. Is his brother. I, I think so. Now, here's here's the interesting thing. I have seen this Aaron, movie. Aaron, tell me. Was Matt kidding? <laughs> what the hell is going on, Aaron? Tell I've us. seen this movie three times, I think. Oh, my God. Um, I really what? like this movie. Huh. Um, so I... Oh, and I and I'm it. not one who came to it later and like, actually, I think this is good. No, I yeah. liked it the first time I saw it. Now, I have a Wojciechowski uh, bias uh, a little bit. I do uh, really like the movies they've done. This is the only film of theirs I haven't seen. Um, and even the ones that are quote unquote bad, I find really interesting. Uh, What's like considered bad? Like the Matrix sequels? Well, I'm sure, but I'm more talking about what was the Tom Hanks one? Um, oh, no. Cloud Atlas is great. Cloud Atlas. That's great. Um, no, people are I think, wrong. Okay, well, sure, and <laughs> and I kidding. feel that way. I feel that way God, about I've this one. I'm, I've said I'm just kidding like 47 times. This episode. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I well, people are drunk off their butts now, so you know, you just, no, I, just keep actually, at it. I don't know that I love Cloud Atlas, but Cloud Atlas is a really interesting movie. Like, there's That's a it. lot. Yeah. I always find their work interesting, and I find Speed Racer interesting in a way that I also find entertaining. Like I, I'm being entertained by the colors and the, the craziness and. I have never been on a drug trip, but when I watch Speed Racer, I feel like maybe this is what it's like. Maybe this is kind of the the experience of just like flashing colors and lights and yeah, craziness. This is a bad and... trip. This is a bad, bad <laughs> yeah, trip. This is You've not never a seen good the trip. movie though, so like uh, there is part of it. Well, but here's the I thing: I watch I, it. I also like how stylized it is in the characters. Yeah. I find the characters very interesting in this. I think John Goodman is doing something really, really interesting in this movie. Um, and I I thought he deserved like acting uh, props for what he does here because he's so into this, this thing that they're doing here that is so weird. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was it, watching so. this video thinking if they ever made a Super Mario Brothers movie again that John Goodman should be Mario. Sure. 
Sure, I can see that, and I and I do think there is something now. I now I I do not am not extremely familiar with the original IP, but I do know it's anime or mm -hmm. anime adjacent. I don't know the technical terms for a lot of different kinds of anime. Also, kind of racist. Um, um, but I but I it's one of those things where I think they made the actual live action version of what that anime would be like, as opposed to going, well, let's make it more realistic. Yeah, let's yeah. make it more like our world. Um, and I don't know. I, I kind of, I just bought it guys. I just bought it. And right, I, well, I enjoyed I might, the movie. I might have to watch so. it, but yeah, I was, I felt like Danae watching a video for something she had never seen. Cause I just yeah. like, I, and I was actually going to try to watch it this week, but you know, we have shit to do. So I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> except me, I didn't have anything to do this week. Uh, that's so. right, that's right. Yeah. Aaron did nothing this week. We and were like, God, I, Aaron, could you just help me with this one thing? No, I'm sorry. No, no. I got there nothing to do. There were so many times watching this since video. I was like, what? in the actual fuck <laughs> is going on. Like, Can't there's that be a, a good feeling when, though sometimes? Maybe, like, I mean, sure, well, I'm super out of context. It's 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 all clipped down, massive mm -hmm. movies clipped down into just a short amount of time. I know that. But there was this, I had the, I had the thought a couple of times. One was when there are barbarians being given a whole bunch of furs. And mm -hmm. I was like, what yeah. is yeah. happening? What is happening in this movie? What is happening here? And then the other one yeah. was the reveal of the guy from Lost. Like, mm -hmm. it, like his face, and then the sin was about his face being a different mm -hmm. face, and I'm just like, right. and the, all these close-ups of this bad guy just monologuing with these swoopy things in the background, mm -hmm. and so many cuts and and things. Uh, it just seemed like it was all over the place. It mm -hmm. seems like a nightmare of a movie. It seems like a nightmare of an experience, despite its color and its uh, vibrancy, which would be always something interesting i think when when there's play with color mm -hmm. uh I, I do enjoy that and i do enjoy fantastical things but I, what no i get it i what? listen i understand i really what? do yeah. i think aaron's talked me into watching it <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i apologize for for no, uh, how much you're gonna hate it no I, uh, I, because it's the only like i said it's the only one of theirs i have never seen so i feel like i should watch it but i just i don't know i didn't watch it when it came their, out it's got their fingerprints all over it that's for sure um i i just i like the way so they, wait, you like they think. do you like jupiter ascending okay uh no not in that either. that that is that is one i couldn't crack i couldn't crack that nut um but, but you probably but the, watched it three times no no i just watched that the once just the ones. That's the one I'm thinking of, right? It's where Channing Tatum's a doll. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that one. Uh, let's get into the sins. Um, I'll start us off. If I named my kid Satan Worshipper, would I be surprised <laughs> if he turned out to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? Uh, just <laughs> that one, went, that one went in a direction I wasn't expecting. <laughs> right. And I love that. That's one of my favorite yeah. things when you can take a joke and just in turn the punchline on itself. Uh, it was really fun. Long and tedious Hokio drift is yeah. wonderful, wonderful. Uh, this is what it's like when you take acid and you've been called in for an emergency babysitting session. The right thing to do is say no, but you're only $500 away from saving Aunt Rudy's farm. And the Messersmiths are known to stay out late. You could get extra pay. I just love when uh, Sin turns into a story. Uh, I love the instead of pep talks, poop talks. Uh, I thought that was really fun. Um, is this a... Okay, listen. There have been many sins in the history of the Sins channel that you hear and you're just like, that is, that's just wrong. That's just so wrong. What was it? The, is the announcer watching the race or Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> this is a sin. It's just like, did we seriously just do that? That is amazing. Danae has no context. No context. That is, that is okay. I will fill you in. I don't want in. it. Okay. Then, you don't then. even have to. No. Do you okay. like Requiem for a Dream, Aaron? 
That's an interesting question. I have not brought myself to watch it with my newer movie mindset. Uh, when I saw it the first time, I was way too put off by just how um, graphic and and all that stuff that it is that I couldn't. And I think a lot of people have this experience with that movie where it's it's not a fun movie to watch. Like it, there's you know there's nothing exciting. No, I I don't. To watching I, pers- it. I personally don't like it. So. so I came away from it hating it. Um, but I you know. I don't, and I don't want to revisit it. So I, 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 I will stick with hating it. <laughs> that felt but like I, a movie where it was just Arnofsky was just like poking you yeah. in the eye. I like, like Arnofsky he was just like, too. So I did too. But, I did too. But that movie, it just felt like he was just poking me in the eye the yeah. whole time, going, "Okay, can you take it? Can yeah, you take it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's Fuck there's you. a torture aspect to it. <laughs> it seems seems to be. Uh, and then salad, nobody worth rooting for eats salad. Uh, loved that line as well, which is Very hilarious concerned. because I was just talking about I had to I had to step off for a second to get my daughter's ranch open so she could make her salad. Yeah, yeah, you did. Way to be an ass to my daughter, Chris and Barrett. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, why don't you go next? Uh, you said some of them. Uh, Rearview mirror shaped TVs. Uh, I love that. By the way, I thought I yeah. think that's really fun. Movie still is a real life video scene for Superman three. Oh, and then this was another one of those weird coincidences. But we were talking about, I think it was last week. There was a, a video where they said something about you know the guy at the beginning of Last Boy Scout, and I said, yeah, that character's name is Billy Cole. And then there's a direct reference to Billy Cole from Last Boy Scout in this video. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so weird. it's amazing. That's so weird. <laughs> it's How does that happen? Especially that. It's a like, simulation. Oh my God, Billy Cole ain't life a bitch. Movie stills the real. Oh, I already said that one. And then the only other one I had was wait the whole sun or just the tip. Yes, that's <laughs> one I had too. Sorry. Today, did you, what other ones did you have written down? Uh, the editing job that made me want to narf. I just narf. the word narf. <laughs> I kind of feel like I need to use that more regularly. <laughs> uh, in reading the script, Let me think uh, of I the think Thundercats because his yeah, name was like snarf. Snarf. Yes. Snarf. Snarf. Yeah. That's what it made me think of uh, as well. Um, I actually created a, a race of beings in of uh, high school, like cartoon beings called Narfs. Um, so that that kind of cracked me up a little bit. But uh, oh, that's funny. But yeah, in the script, whoever wrote that uh, says that they just made it up because they like how it sounds. Um, yeah, so it's like worked. barf hurl. Sure. Yeah. And totally snarf. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Alien versus Predator. Oh no, we don't have to. Uh, okay, moving into keeping tabs. <laughs> Man, versus movies. I want to say versus movies are some of the biggest letdowns, right? Like, yeah. it it never. It, it's just like it. Whatever's in your head is is never what's going to be on screen. Yeah, I think Godzilla there, versus Kong gets close, but uh, no. But, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I think Alien versus Predator is a much better movie than Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> God, I hated. Godzilla versus Kong. I know Kong. you did. I find that oh. really interesting. Um, but yeah, well, we might be able to talk about that in a couple weeks. We we some, might be able to. Um, but let's talk about Alien versus Predator. Uh, this was a. Today's like. <laughs> I I know. I'm along for the ride, guys. I'm this along was for a, the ride. Uh, Chris Jonathan script. Did you watch uh, the video today? Chris and Jonathan writing on this one. Which video? Alien versus Predator. Did you yes. watch? Did you watch Alien the Alien versus Predator video? Yeah. Okay. Just Why was sure. it not supposed to? No, no, no. It's just, you know, aliens and predators. Although it is PG-13, so <laughs> it's not like there's going to be a ton of stuff in there. Which I usually don't care about, but I will say in this movie, it I think it did hinder it a little bit. Although yeah. many, many other things hindered it. Like, that's not the reason it's terrible. 
<laughs> yeah, I I think I have seen this movie, but I don't remember any of it. Um, so I don't really have any thoughts uh, on it. I it's... think I've seen this movie too. Oh, that's really? awesome! Tell and us your I, thoughts. But only because as I was watching the video, I was like, I remember this, but mm. I don't remember how. So most likely it was at a friend's house it was on or something. I will like tell that. you, I have a really interesting. I have a really interesting relationship with this movie, though. I saw this movie the weekend after I found out my dad had cancer. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, he came down with cancer. It was two thousand four. He died. He made it almost a year after that. So, yeah. oh no, it's two thousand three. Sorry. Wait, when did this movie come out? Oh no, it was two thousand four. Okay, so this was actually. I'm sorry, it wasn't right after I found out. It was right before he. Uh, it was right before he passed away. Um, but uh, my stepbrother had come into town, and uh, uh, you know, we just knew it was getting there. You know, toward the end. So uh, mm-hmm. my stepbrother's like, "Let's go see Alien versus Predator," and uh, so we did. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, so that's kind of so I do have like an interesting memory with it, but uh, right. but I still hate this movie. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. Main, the main reason it's bad is because it's just it's so boring. And well, it's like and I had I had no point of reference for this because I yeah. haven't seen any of the Alien movies. I only you don't seen, need to. I've I, only it, seen what you know, like what you see yeah. in pop culture or yeah, yeah, yeah. like clips from stuff that will make right. it into other th- you know things like that. So I've seen enough to kind of piece together. I think the quote unquote important elements mm-hmm. of it. Um, I probably have seen 60% of a movie out of order and in different years, <laughs> which yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't great. But watching this one, I remember thinking things like, okay, so these are different movies. They're coming together. And I remember thinking um, that it was a cool, like everyone around me thought it was cool concept. I remember that, but that's, that's, that's all. So it's interesting because, like, for you, you'd go and watch it, and you'd at least know. Yeah, I'd some seen of all what's stuff going before. on. Yeah, and it was also it was a it was a pretty popular comic book. Uh, there was a Dark Horse did a comic gotcha. book series in the '90s, so uh, that's where the the idea originated from. And then there were this was also kind of like Freddy versus Jason. Um, I, I, not that I expect either one of you to know the history of that movie, but there were a ton of there were a lot of different scripts written for it at different times because they were trying to get this made for a while. Um, so that's always interesting too when you find out what it ended up becoming and it's a i mean it's a decent enough i guess premise i mean the predators are hunters and so i guess it kind of makes sense they would hunt the aliens why they would do it on earth um and why they would need humans to be the 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 ones breeding the aliens or whatever i I mean all that's kind of silly but maybe it's just it's just it's just not it's not interesting like it's just dull and it's like that's the weirdest thing like how do you make a movie called alien versus predator and then it's just dull yeah I mean, yeah. and some of my favorite sins in there were the ones that that were kind of in reference to that very yeah. thing. Um, today, what did uh, what did Chris have to say about this? He said, "Alien vs. Dot Predator, uh, <laughs> much like most vs. movies, <laughs> ends up showing you why these battles are never as cool as they are in your head. This movie is a huge wasted opportunity, though. I hate to say it, but." The humans just ruin this movie. I understand you can't have just predators and just aliens walking around because not hiring, no, sorry, not hearing any human voice for a couple of hours might be disorienting, but it would have made the movie a lot better if they had the balls to do it. Alas, humans are in it. We find out the predators put their teenagers through a ritual to show what uh, pretty predators they can be and that involves kidnapping humans sacrificing them to aliens and then killing the aliens they've been doing this every hundred years which is some incredible bullshit considering that it's in antarctica by the end of the movie we're supposed to be fans of the predators because we don't want the aliens to take over the earth but for a good long while the predators are 
clear villains killing an entire drilling team without a thought, especially when you find out that humans are supposed to be sacrificed to aliens to become aliens. They are total assholes for the longest time until they interact with the main character. Suddenly, there is an understanding they don't kill, is it Sine? Weapon? Um, I actually have never heard her name pronounced. Okay. Because, hey, they're just here doing their jobs, man. Forget about those drillers. We shouldn't be arguing about who killed who. This is supposed to be happy. He continues by saying, I love Jonathan's research into the ancient culture stuff that this movie spouts. Although I'm certain that by the time you read this, there will be people in the comments who will be like, blah, blah. You guys are wrong about that. Eat a dick. (laughs) I did not see anybody talking about that, but I didn't. Nobody said, blah, blah. No. You guys are wrong about that. Eat a dick. <laughs> no one said that? Well, that's good. Well, then you I, did your research right, sir. Good job. That's actually one of my favorite sins in the video, uh, is the like the Mayan calendar mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I like that too. Nicely done. Um, he goes on to say, one of the many things about this movie that is puzzling is how the predators have to, quote, earn their weapons by entering a code into a sarcophagus, a code that just happens to be the day's date. I don't understand how that's earning them, but whatever. It seems like the first part of the movie was written about knowing what they were going to say in the second part. And the second part sort of walks over some of the things we saw in the first part. Also that tile that that dude steps on that awakens the alien queen so that she can make babies is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There's no reason for that tile to be where it is if you take your predator initiation rituals seriously. You have to think about what the predators would have done if the humans didn't step on that tile. Like, why is that tile located where uh, there when all the fun stuff is further below? Oh, yeah. One more thing. After one of the guys throws a glow stick down from the sacrificial chamber, they walk down the chamber directly below it, and Alexa, using a fancy watch of some sort, is able to tell the team that they are, quote, directly below the sacrificial chamber, which sounds awesome, except that glow stick is just sitting there on the ground when she says that, making the watch useless in its importance. Both Jonathan and I wrote us in on this one. It's a truly dumb moment. Mm. Nice. Yeah, because like I think this is where it is, and she's like looking at it. It's like, yeah, because there's a fucking glow stick like right in front of you that dude just dropped. It's like, <laughs> like, uh, so did I kick us off with the the sins? What were some of your uh, favorite sins? I feel bad for Alexa. This was her only predator left she's ever had. <laughs> I oh love my that god! So much. Mm-hmm. All the Alexa predator stuff there at the end. We both had some stuff about them kissing and stuff. Because I mean, I she's bad. giving him like. Like, come hither eyes. Like, she's like, come on, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it's very romantical in that yes. way. Um, the Aztec calendar sins I had written down, so I'm glad that Chris kind of covered those. Uh, the This py- pyramid is so fucking cool to look at. Imagine this set in a good movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. Touching whatever this is. And, uh, but my, one of my favorite ones was to listen to Jeremy, uh, perform the, all right, alien predator to mm-hmm. the death. I can't wait to see this humans reacting to it and close ups of the two things that look nearly the same when they wrestle each other. <laughs> Woohoo! this fight is awesome. in my imagination, 
That was my favorite sin. That was my favorite sin in the video just because it sums up so perfectly what you were saying earlier, Jonathan, about this movie just completely (laughs) blowing its chance to do the cool thing that it it was supposed to do. Well, and you can't like uh, the fact that I mean, Chris wrote that it was great. You can't you can't you barely even see them fighting. I mean, you can sit there and make fun of something like Freddy versus Jason all you want or even Godzilla versus Kong. But you can like when they fight like they fight and you can tell what's going on. And, you know, Mm -hmm. this was just kind of a I don't know. Yeah. It was yeah. There's also a sequel to this, by the way. I'm sure most people listening know that, but it's it's even worse if that's possible. So just FYI. I think it is. I think it's possible. Yeah. I think that could happen. Uh I also liked uh can't wait for the Tarantino dialogue and the B plot about a twelve year old kid Thank making you. it on the roster of an MLB team. Uh that was great. Uh I bet the same stuff happens when this guy sits down at Applebee's. I'd like a Coke, please. We have Pepsi <laughs> here, sir. That's that whole gross, thing. Man. I'm bringing in another wait staff. That yeah. whole thing is so great. Uh, the uh, translated the Bruce Almighty Moon uh, scene made me giggle. Um, we both I wrote get... something for that, by the way. That's uh, great. Yeah, I guess he forgotten that in the Latin alphabet, Jehovah begins with an I. Um, anytime that you can throw you. in a, a Last Crusade reference in there, I'm going to love it. There you go. Uh, we don't make movies for audiences. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love the way Jeremy read that. By the way, He's so great. Uh, yeah, but the discovery wasn't all that si- exciting. It was like three copies of Evan Almighty and one copy of Hard Bodies 2, and actually two of the Evan Almighty cases did just Hard Bodies yeah, that 2. Was, discs in I don't know what got me to write that, but... That's, that's amazing. <laughs> and then, of course, I had to mention Facehuggers, now with 63% more vagina. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I will actually... I will mention real quick, because I have a few comments. There was a comment that said uh brandon brady said i will never be able to look at a face hugger the same way again without being turned on (laughs) i was like so glad we helped you there get to your i don't know how you i don't know how you like even in the earlier versions i don't know how you look at that and go oh no that's that's definitely they're definitely doing a vagina thing there like that's you know oh there's so much like sexual innuendo and stuff yeah totally and, and with the i mean there's a I don't want to talk about it. There's a death in the original Alien that involves... It's bad. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, anyways, stuff, I like those. Stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff. Forget stuff I going stuff other stuff. stuff. Stuff penetrating stuff. Yep. Uh, Jonathan, what did you have that you wanted to mention? Um, I liked... All right, let's remind ourselves why we're here. That's right. It's the pyramid. Get a long look at the pyramid, everybody, because that's where yeah. we're going next. If you don't know, <laughs> the pyramid... Uh, <laughs> Oh, and I loved uh, aliens don't take any time to burst through a chest anymore, do they? Chris and I both, that was Chris, but Chris and I both had some stuff on that because that is one thing like in the previous movies, like that took a while and, you know, and now it was just like immediate, you know, it was like they somehow like created them to go faster. I don't know. It was Mm -hmm. weird. Uh, The Captain Janeway son was fun. Um, I will say, because I did send people in the comments, I'm not, I do like Captain Janeway if anybody wants to like, I'm not I'm not dissing Captain Janeway, but I just think the way they create the way they did her character in Voyager sometimes was insanity. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, that's always fun to uh, get out my Voyager issues in a, yeah. in a cinema sense video that has nothing to do with Star Trek. Uh, Rosetta Stone after dark uh, was the other one I had. So nice. It was really fun to write on. Good. Let's move on to keeping tabs. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Okay, we're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Uh, we're each going to talk about something else from the week of putting stuff together. And when I say each of us, I mean the other two are, because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't work on anything yeah, this Aaron week. Just, Aaron yeah. just watched, uh, rewatched Solar. Uh, hey, I, I what is scratched that show my called? Didn't do anything. Solar just, Opposites? Yeah, I could ruin my joke because I forgot <laughs> the title of the show. I, I got a chance to scratch my butt a lot. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys uh, want to talk about? Jonathan, what'd you have? I did the... I just I did the Mayan and Aztec stuff from uh, Alien versus Predator. That was what my keeping tabs was. I you yeah. know it was just the guy mentioned the long count, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And and so I kind of write my own uh, researching reasoning into the sin. Like if you're going to mention long count, I'm going to fucking look up long count. And then mm-hmm. they were totally wrong. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why they did. I don't. They were. I don't know why they went about it this way. And I guess I could have been missing something, but I mean, they're, they're so wrong in this movie and I'm sure they don't <laughs> care, but I, right. it's just weird. It's like, why wouldn't you change it? Why wouldn't you change it to Mayan instead of make it Aztec? I, it, it just didn't uh-huh. make any sense because the long count is uh, not that any of this really makes sense to me, but it's part of the Mayan calendar. It's not the Aztec calendar as the movie says. And, uh, although the Aztecs could have used it, but it wasn't their creation. Um, it was supposed to last over 5,000 years. That's where the whole, 2012 Mm -hmm. uh, thing comes from, which I did actually look on something about that too, which apparently scholars now have decided that was actually noting the end of a celebration, not, not uh, Mm -hmm. like kind of like we Mm -hmm. do new year's. Yeah. Um, Hindsight. Huh? Hindsight is 2012. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hindsight is 2012. That's right. Um, (laughs) John Cusack would laugh at that joke. Um, If you want to know the real nerdy stuff, there's five units on the calendar. 
Uh, one day is a ken, 20 days is a unile, 360 days is a ton, 7,200 is a cut ton, and 144,000 is a bok ton. So all the dates are used, they write them with five units, uh, not like we do. So for instance, the Apollo 11 landing was the one I looked up, which is July 20th, 1969. Uh, on the Mayan calendar, that would be 12, 17, 15, 17, zero. Got it? Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm uh, with I'm you. following. And yeah, then the only other thing, the other thing they mentioned that I sent was that he he was trying to say that, you know, they used the Aztecs, used the multiples of 10. Uh, that was bullshit. Uh, well, first off, it was the it, it, the the Aztecs didn't even use the decimal system, so I mean that was all that was all just garbage. Mm -hmm. But uh, and the reason they did it in the movie is because they wanted that whole thing where every ten minutes something happened, even though they got away from that eventually. Yeah. But uh, so I wrote this in. I found out the deal. There's two different cycles. One's 360 days, and one's uh, I can't remember what the other one was. But but multiples of ten was not was not accurate. So yeah. So I just I did a bunch of research into Mayans and Aztecs nice. and. Uh, I don't understand any of it, but I understood enough to know. A, uh, I understood enough to know that they were crap uh, in that movie. So, and you accidentally said some sort of spell, and now there's a Mayan yeah. demon that follows you around. Looks oh, is a lot it behind like me a, right now? Yeah, it yeah. looks a lot like Stop a rabbit. Stop it! <laughs> Does it look like the bunny? I'm the only one with yeah. the door behind me. You guys are so horrible. <laughs> Wait, just because Jonathan's got a door behind him, his door is is behind him as well. It's That's just true. off that way. Yeah. I'm the only one there that it was. Is. I'm the only one that was smart enough to set up my setting so I could look at my Stop door. It. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Does it not get hot where you are, though? Because you always have a hoodie on and stuff. I feel like you're, like, closed in. It is. It is. It gets cold down here. Oh, cold. Uh, oh well, yeah. Basements. I guess basements, Jonathan. We yeah, need to talk about right. basements. I, I have to come to Danae and Aaron's house to learn what a basement <laughs> is. Danae, uh, what about you? What's your uh, keeping tabs? Um, well, during uh, my writing of Falcon, I wrote a couple of sins about Bucky surviving something. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, Oh, wait a second. He's like a super, He's somebody. A super what, soldier, are, yeah. what, are, what are his super abilities? Cause he literally just jumps out of a plane and mm -hmm. crash crashes through trees. I recently was in the woods uh, to do some work <laughs> for a friend of mine. Uh -huh. And I had to walk about a eh, hundred feet or so between tree lines. It was traumatic. Um, I had my arms up. Like, I'm like, ah, being attacked by branches. They're like, and Bucky is just like, not only has he leapt from a plane, he just puts his arm in front of him. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to like crash land through all these fucking trees and then hit the ground with like a little, <coughs> anyway, scratches his ass, gets up and go beat somebody up. I was like, that's just some fucking bullshit. But it turns out he's got some abilities. And I know that because I looked it up. <laughs> finally. <laughs> nice. After and they're getting upset about it. Is their skin After writing strong the too? <laughs> is like their skin strong too though? Because like they never get cuts or anything. I mean, I, I mean, it's pretty incredible. I think so. so I think on a cellular level, they he, have been impacted. Let me tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, he was injected with this stuff, gave him semi-immortality, superhumanly enhanced strength, speed, reflexes, healing, um, stamina, and agility. Yeah. As that's the short of it. That yeah. was the very short of it. Um, he has obviously the cybernetic arm uh, that apparently has hidden stuff inside of it. I didn't know that, including an EMP generator and holographic camouflage unit. Now, this that was from Avengers, uh, like Marvel HQ website. So I don't know if that's more on the comic, comic side. side. Yeah, it could be because I, I don't know that we've seen that from Mister Bucks uh, in what 
I've watched. But mm-hmm. then again, I kind of forget, which is why I was pissed about him jumping from a plane and then had to like recant that. I had it in two sins and one of them accidentally made it into the final one. And we were watching it at it and I'm like, and it was a Bucky survives this. He yeah. falls out and the, and the sin was Bucky survives this. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought, I thought we decided yeah, we could survive this and it was just accidentally left in. So then we had to cut it out and kind of rework it a little bit. But anyway, yeah, he's got a lot of, um, he's just Mr. McGovern. Yeah. That's what he is. There and you I, go. And I got to look up, I got to look up the books. Nice. Yeah, nice. She just looked at a lot of Sebastian Stan pictures. Uh, he's mm-hmm. for he's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful Un- man. Unapologetically so. Yep. <laughs> Let's move on to the comment section. I want to I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to uh, take a look at a comment that we have gleaned from the internets or even elsewhere. Uh, Something, some sort of response to uh, what has happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. any of those places. Mm -hmm. Um, Why don't you go first, Danae? Uh, What is is your comment this week? Come on, Danny. Come on, Danny Huggies. You can do it. Um, I wanted to, (laughs) I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, Steven who, after listening to last week's episode sent me or attempted to send me a direct link to, uh, the review that was written a while ago. Like, Hey, listen, some of us wrote about you a long time ago. (laughs) Thank you for doing so. Um, I, the link didn't go to your review, but I know you wrote a good one because you're a great person. So thank you for doing that. Uh, my comment, though, that I wanted to point out is from Josh Zero on the commercial sins after watching Jake Farm. He says, every time I've asked my insurance agent what they were wearing, it has not ended well for me. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I just enjoyed oh that. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Can That's you imagine advice. how Working many agents have been asked that question now? All the time. Denise worked a phone bank. Did you ever get like propositioned and that kind of stuff when you were at a call center? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Because there's an who... anonymous nature to it in some ways. Yeah. Or it feels that way to people. Maybe, so. but I would never like that doesn't make sense to me. Well, none of yeah. it makes sense to me. Like, like guys I'm just gonna ask some person on the phone. Pictures to people's DMs and like none of that stuff. Like I just I don't get it. Oh my God. Twitter depresses me when I see that. When I see the 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 women I follow and they they you know show snapshots or talk about stuff that's sent to them in DMs and I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that that just makes me the dumb dude, but I just I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't get much of that stuff. But but yeah, anyways. Very nice. Very nice. Um <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? Uh, what are we doing? I'm just kidding. Um, Comment section. <laughs> what, are, what what day is it? Uh, Alien versus Predator. I'm still going to go back there because I just, I don't know. that have, I was looking through that to see if anybody was going to like be like, you're an idiot mm-hmm. about Mayans. But I didn't see any of that. But there was a sin <laughs> that Chris wrote about, uh, which I was hilarious, where about taking pictures of people sleeping. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Jelani McCarthy. Uh, said, as a former architecture student, taking slump photos of sleeping classmates to show them later was a major highlight of our college experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
not creepy oh, at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And not to somebody who picks up your phone and is looking and through your pictures. And this is not the pictures. same thing either. Like, that sounds more like, you know, you're already, these people didn't know each other and he's just snapping pictures of her while she's sleeping. So, my favorite on the uh, Alien versus Predator one was the person who was like, thanks to this movie, Lance Henriksen was able to match Bill Paxton in the Killed by a Terminator, an Alien, and a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's actually like a trivia question I've seen before. Yeah, now they they both have that distinction. Yeah. Uh, the comments I wanted to mention were about the therapist, though. Um, there were two specifically that really thanked us for our sins on the therapy, uh, specifically in this episode. Oh, cool. First, first one says, finally, someone mentions how unspeakably, unspeakably awful this therapist is at her job. All of her lines make me want to scream. She doesn't stop box stop Bucky when he's clearly going in self-destructive circles. She lets him just go through the motion and repeat what she wants to hear. And everything mm -hmm. she says to him is passive aggressive banter that appears yeah. to be intended to make her patient feel like his pain yeah, isn't exactly. as big as he thinks it is yes. or like he is to blame for his state of mind. Yes. And then she just lets him walk away with that look on his face after what she, what he just said. Why would anybody write a therapist like this? Um, I know. Well, it was the first so one. And we didn't even send that, but there's also the thing where she started to write in a notebook if he wouldn't do oh, what she wanted so him to degrading. do. What is that? Yeah. So degrading. That's what you it, do to like that's what you do to a kid. And I don't even recommend doing that to a kid. <laughs> no, it, it's so passive aggressive. And it yeah. made me wonder, like, oh, is he is he captured? He is maybe he's captured and he's stuck somewhere and this is a bad person's you know, trying to kind of continue to mess with his mind. Because it's just so belittling mm -hmm. you know so here's the other one uh i just want to take a moment to appreciate tv sins calling out the terrible therapy in this show my sister is studying to become a family therapist and she hates the therapy sessions in fact just no one uh just no one looked to anything in this show as a good example of dealing with mental health or therapy rayner doesn't build any amount of trust or non-judgmental environment with her patients and sam despite being a veteran counselor specializing in trauma is terrible at his job as he openly dismisses and antagonizes bucky and walker two veterans who have very clearly had traumatic experiences yeah so was this um, the it's, episode it's where uncomfortable he, this is the episode where he like makes a joke about him being a killer right like when they're about to well yeah it's when they go to that warehouse and they're they're I think that was in the first of, i think i kind of read that wrong let me let me, let me re-emphasize some words there because i think i i, I read that wrong yeah. so rain rainer doesn't rainer is the therapist right yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. build any amount of trust or non-judgment john non-judgmental environment with her patients and sam so and i think how i read it made it sound like they were then saying sam was being bad too but it's not it just goes on about rainer despite being a veteran counselor specializing gotcha. in trauma no, but Sam um, is, is terrible. So yeah, yeah. Because there's Anyhow. that weird. He he makes some joke about him being a. I can't remember what he says, and he's like, "Oh, come on, I'm just kidding." It was weird. Whatever the case, uh, thank you, appreciate that, and yeah, I think sometimes the sins, you yeah. know, sometimes they do mean something. That's you really know, that's us. really good to hear because so, we had a yeah. lot of talk behind the scenes about how to approach that. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. We wanted to say something about several things as was mentioned earlier so it's it is nice to feel that validation that the things that we're frustrated with well, yeah are, we are something to, that professionals can also comment on because i'm not a professional counselor but i know that yeah. i was triggered watching that like i would never want to sit in front of this person who is mm -hmm. I, I think an evil person <laughs> i think they're a bad <laughs> maybe guy maybe she'll end up you know? being one maybe who it, knows she had better to make that make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, and we also didn't want it to come off like, because I think initially we kind of felt like maybe it was, uh, we were also kind of blaming Bucky 
and we did mm-hmm. you know, we definitely yeah didn't the want way it. that yeah I wrote something and it did once you guys gave feedback on it I saw what you were saying like it it seemed like I was getting upset with Bucky for having those emotions and that's that's not what it was about that was at all. my so, favorite that you made that joke though you were like yeah I guess I have no heart <laughs> I have no heart I'm a terrible person I'm heartless <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah it takes a lot of perspective so it's nice when we get it right like that yeah appreciate those comments let's move on to beyond the sins to infinity and beyond somewhere beyond my wild history to boldly go where no man has gone before we're gonna chat about something else from the world of pop culture that you've seen recently um i'll kick us off i'm gonna <laughs> talk about a movie that came out earlier this year uh liam neeson the marksman uh i got around to seeing uh, oh, just i have not to... seen this yet i want to just trying to uh, knock off some of those 2021 movies that I didn't get a chance to see. Um, yeah, I mean, go ahead and watch it if you're excited to watch it. I didn't think it was that good. I don't know um, about excited, but I just it, I like Liam Neeson. You know, honestly, we were talking about the the Bieber song earlier and how it's mm-hmm. just a big nothing song. This feels like a big nothing movie. Like, there's just it's everything in this movie is something you've seen before. It's very tropey, very cliche. It's very much Liam Neeson, you know, being Liam Neeson. There are some elements i guess of um like uh, the other tropes in this are are kind of like the the person who doesn't have kids is stuck with a kid kind of thing Mm -hmm. and that can be kind of humorous at times but it's just kind of a big movie of nothing there are these occasional moments where i'm like oh you're you're you are doing something here but it's just for like two or three minutes and then it's back to lot of nothing yeah let so. me ask you this does liam neeson play a person with a special set of skills he yes he has a he has a particular set of kills uh kills. in this one so yes <laughs> i uh, haven't seen that and i haven't seen did hadn't he had two this year or maybe one was like at the end of last year it was could uh, be could be but it was another but, one of these i don't remember so this is not this is not a recommend it's not even a record warn uh this probably leans more towards the warn side of things um did not really enjoy the marksman uh, Jonathan, what about you? Yeah, Honest Thief was the other one he did. And I guess okay. that was like at the end of 2020. Holy crap, he's making a movie where he plays Philip Marlowe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So sorry. Um, what am I talking about? I am talking about... Oh, yes. Um, so uh, I'm glad I can finally get to talk about this movie. Actually, uh, Chris and I got to interview Travis Stevens, uh, direct, a really good director, who uh, whose new movie came out this week. So it'll be a week old, I guess, when I when you guys hear this, but uh, it is a movie called Jacob's Wife, uh, J-A-K-O-B. And um, this is a really cool movie for a lot of reasons for me. Uh, Barbara Crampton stars in this movie. Barbara Crampton is probably mostly known to like uh, like uh, horror kids of the 80s. She was in uh, a couple of pretty big movies at that time. One was Reanimator and one was From Beyond. And she's had a career since then. She's done a lot of movies since then, but she's never really... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that she, I, she's not a household name, I guess is what I'm saying. But uh, but she's she's really well known, really well loved by a lot of people. Uh, great follow on Twitter, by the way. Uh, she's one of my favorite celebrity follows on Twitter. Um, but anyways, uh, so she found this script and she went to Travis Stevens, a director with it, and uh, uh, just had a lot of ideas about how to kind of work this around and give her like uh, a character, a type of character she's been wanting to play for a long time. And she absolutely kills it. Um, this is like a, she actually described this in an interview as a coming of age movie for a, uh, older woman, uh, which you do see those 
I think mostly they're more like romantic comedies and stuff like that. Like you've got yeah. like the woman that just got divorced and she finds herself. And I mean, think about like Diane Keaton movies from like 15 years ago or, right. Or Stella you know, got her groove back. That, or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is uh more of a drama slash horror movie because what happens is she is married to a preacher played by Larry Fesden, who's also kind of a, uh, he's a he's an indie director and actor. He's probably more known in horror f- fans' uh, minds too. But um, they're just kind of at a crossroads where they're just not. They're just kind of going through the motions. And um, she actually has an opportunity to uh, connect with an old high school flame, and is in the midst of kind of contemplating whether or not she wants to maybe have an affair. And they are attacked by a vampire. And because that's how things happen. Mm, of and, course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, and then so uh, she uh, so it turns into a vampire uh, allegory. And um, but it's a really good one. Um, it's uh, it works on a lot of different levels. It definitely works as like a drama, a domestic drama with these two people. And one thing I love about it is with the Larry Fesden character, I think in a lot of movies, he would just be like an asshole, like he would be cheating on her or he would be stealing from her or something like that. But really his biggest, and not that this is not a negative, but his his biggest issue is that he just kind of neglects her. He just kind of takes her for granted. Like that's kind of what that's kind of what the issue with his character. And um, she kind of finds this new life once she is uh, transformed. Uh, and what's also really cool about this movie is how they handle the main character's relationship after she becomes a vampire, like his reactions once he finds out and his, uh, what he decides to do and what he decides to help or not help her with. I've never seen in a movie before. Like I've never seen, I've never seen a movie tackle a relationship in this way, in this kind of movie. It's really fascinating. Hmm. Um, and also if you're just in the mood for like a fun, like vampire movie absolutely works on that level too. Uh, Nice. Travis has a lot of fun with the Travis Stevens has a lot of fun with the effects and stuff. He's kind of kind of almost the vampire stuff is almost kind of goes for like a Sam Raimi uh, kind of uh, take on it. Like, you know, and, uh, you know, there is blood spurts and, you know, it's just kind of crazy stuff. So Mm -hmm. uh, I I really can't recommend it enough. It's 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 one of my favorite movies of 2021 so far. Um, And Barbara Crampton, God bless her. I think she might actually be a vampire, though, because she's 62 and she looks about the same as she did in 1985. So uh, whatever she's doing, I want it uh, on my skin. (laughs) Wow. uh, No, no. I didn't mean that to sound as pervy as it did. I was saying I wish I looked I wish I looked good at 45 as she does at at 62. Yeah. Uh, no, she's a beautiful woman, but uh, no, she's she's so good in this. It's just it's nice to see. It's kind of like the the last time. I mean, these are two very different movies, but it's kind of like seeing Pam Greer and Jackie Brown. Like sure. it, it's like one of those things where you know this person is giving great performances in the past. Maybe they haven't been getting the opportunities, and then they just get like yeah. to do this this character that just absolutely they slay it. It's just it's nice. such a cool thing to watch. But yeah, Jacob's Wife, I recommend. Uh, I assume you can just rent it and stuff. I think it's going to be like on Shutter or something eventually, but right now I believe it's just uh, it's a rental. It's in select theaters too, I believe. But yeah, there you go. Okay, Jacob's wife, Danae, what do you got? I'm going to recommend a website that I have been using regularly for some free Photoshopy stuff hmm. for Porn. Uh, yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> um, it's called it's Canva. I don't think I've mentioned it before. 
I don't think I have, but I love this website. It makes uh, making designs really easy and quick and fun. Um, there's been a couple times I've needed some just uh, like banner-like stuff really quickly, and it's incredibly easy to use. And a lot of it is free and it's not something that you have to really think too much about. You just click the big create a design button and it is very, very simple to do. Mm. So I use this website all the frigging time. In fact, I Ooh. just wanted to, st we're starting a new um, element of my Dungeons and Dragons game where there is more detail to kind of fill out from some scenes that we just don't have time to role play. Uh, it'd be like too much to kind of role play out in the moment. So we are going to move some of it to text-based RP. So I created some icons that we can use in our chat group to clearly visually identify our text-based RP chats versus just our hanging out chats. Nice. And I did all of that on Canva really simply. And I got to add in like one of my characters, his family crest is a rook from uh, chess. I just searched for the word rook I plopped it over onto an existing logo, changed the color, downloaded it in like 15 seconds, and it made me look like I am really skilled. I am not incredibly skilled. I'm just typing in stuff over existing stuff and then hitting a download button. Uh, again, it's called Canva, C-A-N-V-A, and it's free to use. Okay, bye. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Aaron can do some research and find out how many characters you're allowed to use when you're <laughs> right. Your name uh, I've, used, I've used Canva before. I think you I, introduced, I, I've heard of it. Introduced me to it. Um, it's very templatey, right? Like, there's a lot it's of great templates. Makes it just really easy to do oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, if and it's it's something where like a brochure, a logo, a yeah. banner, things like that. But then I also created. I experimented with one of uh, the other things that you can do, um, like a video. Uh, you can actually start to. They, they've really expanded a lot of what they they do, and I like working off of templates um, because a lot of the design elements done already and you can just easily change colors or fonts and things like that. Uh, and you know, if you're used to working with Photoshop, there's different layers. There's layers that are at the very top and then there's layers in the back yeah. and they even have that kind of simply laid out. So, um, I don't have to create something from the ground up. I can just go off of existing, um, you know, inspiration. This is something that I do also with like MailChimp or programs where you're trying to de design like newsletters and things, or even websites. I use templates as an inspiration for websites because yes, I can build a website from the ground up, but it is absolutely 50 times more complicated and there's way more decisions to make than just yeah. plugging in stuff. So um, anyway, I just, I like the resources that I, I go to and Canva's the one that I go to first and fastest when I have to do something really simple and quick. Um, one of the things I really like about it too, they, they have this, uh, thing called like a presentation. Um, and I have used that presentation, uh, feature, um, or like an infographic maybe, uh, essentially where you're, you're showing, um, like to a potential client, you're kind of showing them the idea of your project and they have a really good free templates in there for that, where you can kind of, I think Aaron and I, we used it when we were doing a pot. We were uh, quoting somebody on, they wanted to launch a, pro a podcast. Mm -hmm. They wanted someone to create it, produce it, um, edit it, be the voice of it. And they had goals for it. So we actually used Canva uh, for their the presentation for that presentation. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. it looked really, really yeah, nice and professional. Really well. So that is Canva. 
you can check it out. And that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. You can go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got something you want to send us, you can mail it to us too. P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Denise Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, the Wachachikowskis, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy chemists celebrate the Earth Day. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at CinemaSins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. Three minutes late, three minutes late, you and and me, we were both three minutes late. At the same time, late together. At the same time, late together, (laughs) you and me did show. The story will be told of how the podcast couldn't grow because you and me together were late just minutes three. If only we'd both been on time, they'd set history. Hi, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) every every good song needs a beep beep at the end just a beep 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 adobe after effects go away i feel like we're in a scene now in one of those movies where the kid needs the dog to go away like it has to be mean to the dog they love so that it'll go yeah. away. <laughs> it's like I don't even love you anymore, Adobe After Effects. Just go. Just go. I hate you, Adobe. Meanwhile, single tear streams down Jonathan's cheek. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. It would have to be that song, but in like Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. No. No, it has to be the annoying. I'll be back. Danae singing. I'll be back. (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) No, ever in time you'll go. I'll be back. Yeah, that's good stuff. (laughs) I am so happy. I had a fantastic Dungeons and Dragons game yesterday. Oh, nice. Do you want to talk about it? I got to end on a cliffhanger. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. One of my players decided to. You could uh, be a Disney Plus show now. Isn't that all shows? They all. <laughs> no. They all try to end on cliffhanger. No, not all of them. But a lot of a lot of the serialized ones do. It's yes. a super popular thing to do. It's the lost effect on TV. Lost did it. And everybody wants to do cliffhangers now. That's so right. after after he says John Coctos and she says it's a beautiful name and he says it's Scotch Romanian. <laughs> It's <laughs> great. God, the movie's so fucking awesome. There's the part where he's, have you seen it, Aaron? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have. What's wrong, Denise? What's so funny? I think I think she's laughing just because 
this is a conversation we we, we had like was like 10 minutes 15 minutes well, ago i, had I to think go she's find d- out what he I know. Said. we're we're just remembering that you had to go look up the clip look, we we thought that was that conversation like, had ended you like come back in right in the middle we're like we're like talking about something you're like so anyways this is what it was and i'm just like what oh <laughs> it cracks me up there's that part two where he's talking to the doctor and he's like, uh, he says his he says his name is Babar. Uh-huh. And the yeah. doctor says, Isn't that a children's book about elephant? He's like, I don't know, I don't have any. He's like, What children? He's like, No, books about elephants. <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. You're too much. So in my game, um, okay, first of all, I don't think I have any of my I don't think any of my players listen to this show. But if you do and you're in the outtakes and you're listening right now, turn stop. it off. Turn it off. Because I'm about to spoil some stuff. Um, so they're in this uh, scenario right now where there are these really powerful gemstones that have been stolen throughout history. And they're just figuring out that this land has been robbed of these gemstones that are supposed to help power it. And um, they know where a couple of them are. So they go and they get one of the gemstones. They bring it back where it's supposed to go. And there's this way to activate them and kind of put them back where they belong and sort of like plug them back into the matrix essentially, right? Yeah. But they're supposed what what they're supposed to do is give the gemstone back to the people in charge so that mm-hmm. they can go do what they're supposed to do with it. But instead, they decided to activate it themselves. And there are ramifications for that. So at the end of this session, one of my players activates this gemstone. Now, it turns from a gemstone that's about the size of a football it starts to turn into something that's like several miles long because it it re it like grows back into the environment and turns into this massive like structure Mm -hmm. it also requires either the person in charge to activate it or a sacrifice from the person that activates it meaning they die so at the very end of my (laughs) game i describe essentially one of my characters dying and then i was like and that's where we're gonna have to end tonight and they're like Wait, what? <laughs> so they're all freaking <laughs> out right now. So you mentioned poker, Jonathan, and I'd, I'd like to. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. <laughs> I'd like to throw out an uh, AITA uh, for you guys, an ADA, uh, if you will. Um, I I have been playing in Danae's husband's poker game for a while now uh, and have gone to the virtual game that we're doing during the pandemic. And there is a part of the virtual game where you can be on screen with everybody who's playing, right? So you're not like playing. A, you're, are you playing online or are you actually playing yeah. with cards? Oh, okay. How's the house? Would you do that? <laughs> That's right. We each have our own deck of cards. <laughs> it's weird. I have pocket aces every, every time. time. It's insane. And so does everybody else. It's amazing. All eight of us have pocket aces. So here's the question. There's this uh, hangout where we can all hang out. And for the first two or three times, maybe even more than that, it's been going on a while. Obviously, Pandemic's been going on a while. And it's a monthly game. Now it's every two weeks, actually. But um, I, I joined in on the, the hangout. And it was fun. And it's part of what I like about going to poker is the people and hanging out with them or whatever. But I was not playing well. And there were some people who, were, who weren't on the hangout who like aren't there to get a read on like all that kind of stuff that you like when you play live poker you kind of yeah yeah depend on some of that stuff and part of my brain was like i i don't think that's fair and so i stopped doing the like the hangout part where like i'm on screen and so now i nobody can get a read on me if i've got tells you know visual tells anything like that 
and I've and I've won like the last two and came in second the one before that. And I'm just like, am, am, am I the jerk here? Like, should I should I take the relationship more serious than the poker? That's kind of what I'm asking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. should I be on screen because that's fun and these are people I want to hang out with? Or depends on you what know. you're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the question. I mean, I, I like to win, but if I'm just hanging out with friends and playing poker, I mean, I'm going to play to the best of my abilities, but I'm not as concerned. It's not like I'm in a casino and, you know, like in a. Yeah, it's hard for me to turn that off. To, uh, that's fine. And that's probably why you win. And that's probably why I don't. So, but, I mean. <laughs> but he's winning the most I mean, important thing, right? Like, that's the question. But uh, but it is nice. I mean, if you're paying money for it, it is nice to get some money back. You don't want to just it lose is. like 60 bucks every month or whatever. Danae, if you were at all paying attention to that, I'd be curious of your opinion. And I know it's your husband's game, so I don't know if there's like any insight there. Like if he's talking about like the dirt on your like husband. who's on screen and who isn't and that kind of thing. Like if he if he thinks about that stuff. But I'd be curious as to your thoughts. I if... need to know something wrong with him because he <laughs> says nice things on Twitter all the time. And I just he needs to like smell like soup or something. You've come to the right place. Uh, <laughs> I have all sorts of things that I think are wrong about my husband, but it's because I'm around him all the time. Um, the first thing he does is he doesn't put the lids back on his contact case uh, every day. And so oh. if, I, if I accidentally hit his contact solution case, the contact yeah. solution comes out and spills out. And it's just like this really slimy substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like touching it. Yeah, it's gross. I just don't understand why he can't put his lids back on. Is that what you wanted me to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what Jonathan wanted you to talk about. (laughs) Um, I was listening a little bit. Uh, I think the essential boil it down version is that you're wondering if you're cheating. No, no, I'm not cheating. I'm not worried about cheating. He's wondering if he should concentrate more on the hanging out part or if he should concentrate more on the trying to win. If it's not the expectation of, if it's not been stated as the expectation of the group, I think you just get to interpret it however you want to interpret it. And And if other people are wanting to hang out and with their videos off too, and you're not the only person, I think if you were the only one, it might feel a little odd sometimes, but at the same time, it's not. yeah, you'd be a dick then. Like you'd be the dick (laughs) if you were the only one. (laughs) You'd be that guy. And uh, I I still don't know what a Danae movie is. So neither do I. <laughs> Danae movie is one from her childhood that she ha- happened to see, well, like or Lord or of the a, Rings, or a modern movie that yeah. she's invested in the the IP. That's pretty much it. There's a yeah, but then like there's some that just blow me away that I don't expect to like at all, and I'm really regretting. I, I like I really I'm really like um not regretting. I uh, I don't want to go to the theater. I'm dragging my feet. And then I watch it and I'm like, I am so glad I watched that movie. Oh, yeah, sure. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this experience. Um, Gravity is one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in a movie. Yeah. Because it was it was so good. So I was so shocked with how the it was um, manipulating me. <laughs> yeah. And that movie manipulated me. And I did I didn't know it was manipulating me until I was. I thought I was having a panic attack, and then I'm like, "That's why they made it. They made. It. They were like this woman, Danae Hughes. <laughs> also, she might be Denny Hughes. We're not sure. Denny but, Huggies. Uh, Denny Denny Huggies. Huggies. There are some people that are really bothered when the person doesn't know how to say my name, and so they're like, <laughs> it's Danae. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know Danae? But uh, my one of my favorite Twitch guys is C Not Bush. I've talked about him before. He's the one that mm-hmm. does the clay art. Yeah. The clay I've watched him a little bit. It's incredible. He calls me Denise's. 
And it Denise's. really bothers Slendamon and Mokomade. Like really bothers. And I was hanging out in the Mokomade chat and I was in there and they're like, Danae, you have to tell this guy how to say your name. And I'm like, I am not going to tell a Twitch partner <laughs> to say my name correctly. <laughs> like You put some respect that, on my name, C. Not Bush. That sounds like you're like a Greek goddess or something. It's kind of yeah. cool. Denise's. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Denise's. Yeah. Yep, I'm okay with that. That's exactly it. I took karate when I was a kid, and I was at a belt test, and uh, he called me Jonathan Whopper. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, even as a kid, like, how did you look at my name and how it's <laughs> spelled and come out with Whopper? Like, I, it, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And it was spelled correctly on there, too, because I got to see it later because I was really curious. And I remember my mom, too, was just like, what the hell? Like, but uh, we just went with it and uh, I got my belt. So nice. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I'll be Jonathan says, Whopper if you give me that fucking green belt. It says Jonathan Whopper on the belt. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Were there I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be great if there were names on the belt. That'd be you awesome. You know, the uh, the the name, the misnaming thing reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Fletch. Have you, have you ever seen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. John <laughs> And I know we got to get started, but Danae brought up Jets Mets. And I did want to point out, I've noticed this over the last couple of weeks on Twitter. He thinks Aaron hates him, I think. It's a, he's I think really it's a joke. pushing into it. I think he's yeah. pushing into it, trying I to. I hope it's a joke. No, I, it I, is. I'm sure it is, I but it's just it funny. <laughs> well, let's, I mean, if it's not a joke, Jets Mets, I'll include this outtake just for you. I love you. I, I think oh, you're, you are a human worthy of value and love. And I appreciate uh, what you invest into our our stuff. That's really He's really awesome, cool. Man. And I and I read everything that you uh, you write on uh, Twitter about the show. It's fun. He just doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean on Twitter. I mean on Twitter. I mean on Twitter. <laughs> I just don't push the like button. Push it's just that's not, what I meant. What I that's what I meant. Now I'll be honest. I don't get half your posts. <laughs> like, <laughs> it like, is kind some, of a. It is some, a free there was something with joke. a. There was something tweeted to Danae with a, a lighter and a tongue, and it was some sort of <laughs> weird gif, and I had no clue what that was in relation to. I'm just like, what? What I is I didn't that? Know. I couldn't remember what that was either. I'm sure he'll tell us though next week. I um I don't understand all of them either, but I love I I like the ones that I understand. Um, right. I also, right. by the way, and speaking of another listener of the show, um, I got taken off the the dick dick pick thing i don't I, and it's like just danae now <laughs> yeah i, I haven't seen any of those in a while are you uh, still yeah, sending he, those he to took you us, he took us off man he like he just tags danae now so i feel like it's we, probably we because him. no i feel like it's probably because they're like well i don't know if jonathan and aaron like this <laughs> but we know danae does we you know like i was on discord during the show last week <laughs> and um, i noticed after after the show i went to discord <laughs> well, I do and there's like, like 300 messages in the behind the scenes chat i'm like oh danae's been here during the show <laughs> It was so funny because they're like intentionally when when that happens, it's like, okay, throw adorable pictures of animals in the chat. And I like, I can't not look. So I they know me well. Do we still have the same moderator? Although I don't know you that we might have had several since I'm asking this question. We have know. the same we have the same main moderator. We have a team of moderators now uh, that are doing okay, a cool. great job uh, with our Discord. Yep. Really love our mod team. We call them the mod squad. All right, I'm gonna get on there some more. But also, uh, shout out to our Reddit moderators too. So we've got some same moderator, right? There's a, there's a couple of crossovers, I think. Yeah. 
Um, and there's one that's not on Discord at all who's been moderating Reddit for like s- several years. But yeah, shout out to our mods. Shout yes, out to the mod mods. squad. Thank we you love guys you. so much. Moderators, I salute you. And so does John Cocktoston. <laughs> rock that Four. mod bod. It's Bro- Scottish we rock the pod Roman. Bod. You rock the mod bod. So there's this part in Fletch. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Let's get started. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 